Welcome everybody to another episode of the Centre Circle podcast, uh, episode 32 now. Um, oh, but are you 33? Are you 33? 33? Sure. Oh, I might be 33 actually. Let me check, let me check. Yeah, yeah. Check. Check. 33. Yeah, 33, bro. 33, look at that. Um, catching up to certain people's ages. Anyway, we've got John here. Isaac. Man like heat. How's everyone doing? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't look, complain. Yeah, don't smile like that, man. This Liverpool fans are getting on my nerves. How's it? How you doing? I'm good, man. Can't yeah? complain. Man's relaxed. Man came here in beach mode and that. You get me? Last season was turmoil, so, um, mm. you know. Put you don't have to worry about football. <laughs> Life is great. <laughs> So one less week to worry about the weekend. I, know, right? I mean, United bad. fans, certain United fans, I swear to you, I was thinking about this yesterday. One on my Insta, I'm not going to bait him up. But, you know, outside games, doing fan zone talks, a whole nine yards. I swear to you, I've not seen a post from him in so long. <laughs> <laughs> not not a, yeah. nothing. Some just disappear, innit? Like, disappear. we're in a group of, with some Man United fans and... and this this is vanish. Yeah. yeah. Vanish. Forget crazy, being the group it's crazy sometimes. how that works, isn't it? Yeah, but it's convenient. Maybe there's no, no notifications for that group. Fair weather fans, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what they are to me. I mean, stand ten toes, brother. In the in the bad exactly. of the good, this is it. And it's so funny. I remember last points of last season, people would be like, "Ah, oh, so how's it feel?" Da da da. And I'm like, I'll be honest, I don't know. It's been so long, <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know whether I'm to just you know. Say it is what it is, or should I expect more from the team? I don't know. It's been a long time of just making top four. Last few years before that, we weren't even making top four. So you know what? I, I don't know. I'm just, taking it week yeah. to week, and I either like our title that week, or I want him out that week, yeah. innit? Just enjoy the run. It's just whatever it is. Whatever it is. But yeah, we got a... It was a good week. I say this every week, but this is why the Prem is the Prem. Um, we're going to be talking about Brentford... Uh, versus well, Chelsea versus Brentford today. Uh, the Emery machine marching on as the Villa versus Luton. Um, of course, Liverpool versus Forest. I have a bit of update on the on the Salah agenda as well. Um, the Manchester derby. <laughs> sorry, my United fans. Sorry, you know that beef that the the guy with the bow tie. He says, Manchester United. <laughs> and he just starts laughing. <laughs> starts laughing. Clap uh, the paper brilliant. together. Yeah, well, you know what? The first time I saw that year, because of the quality of the film and stuff, I thought it was old. I thought it was like 1990s or something. That's a current broadcast. <laughs> very, very, very it's current. Best, it's the best. Um, another Everton win. Isaac, well, we're coming to you for that one. Uh, mm. they, beat, they beat West Ham away. Mm. Good win. Uh, and yeah, Arsenal dealt with uh, with with Sheffield Wednesday, so we will cover that. Touch on the remaining matches, and then we got some some interesting agenda points. Uh, we'll we'll get into the debate about Suarez and Henri. Don't even know that was a debate to be had, but you know the internet these days, people just say stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know we got to do our duty to the people and bring it to their yeah, attention. Bring you the content. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and we got Gondogan demanding a more angry reaction from his El Clasico teammates. Interesting. We'll have a debate on that. Um, and a couple more points. So let's start with Brentford, with Chelsea versus Brentford. 2-0, I mean, 0-2. Brentford beat them. A couple of goals. You see football, yeah? Because <laughs> after they held us up the week before, everyone was chatting. I thought, okay, is this the point where 
Because the narrative's been the underlying numbers, not here. We don't use that kind of terminology. But it's just the fact that they're not scoring goals. They're not doing certain things, et cetera, et cetera. And then you're at home the week after. And then you get you get beaten, well beaten, because I don't think the scoreline you know, reflects entirely the, the kind of the swing of that game. Is this just it for Chelsea this season? You know, a couple of okay performances and just take their points where they can? Or is this just a blip and the, the general trend that everyone's been talking about is going to continue? Uh, I don't think it's a blip. I think this is Chelsea. I think they've got too many players. Um, a manager that doesn't... I don't... From what I can see, mm. I don't think he's identified or implemented his strategy, his philosophy within this team, right? So what was that against Arsenal then? Because everyone was saying, okay, we can see how they want to play. We can see how they were without the ball. They were very compact. Because what I'm trying to find is the balance, right? You can have a game like that against a team that the league says is, you know, well ahead of you in terms of, of where they're playing at the moment. And you do lots of things really well. If the team's done that well, that's got to be down to them executing what the managers told them, right? What happens when a big dog turns up? Yeah, but you don't play big dogs every week. You play everyone in the league. Exactly. So, so that's Chelsea, my point. And Chelsea's regular form has been more akin to their loss at Brentford. Okay, fair. And a lot of people have said that it wasn't really Chelsea playing well last week. It was Arsenal, Arsenal. weren't up to the levels. Because look what happens when they turned up. Yeah, so... I yeah. think it was both. They I turned think... the heat up in the end yeah. and pulled the two goals. Yeah, and Arsenal the real could, could have won the game from... in the end. Yeah. Like, let's true. be honest. Well, one goalkeeper so, error. That's not a team thing. Right? Yeah. Um... And I would say watching that game, Chelsea played well and contributed to Arsenal's poor performance. But yeah, Arsenal didn't yeah. start with mid ball slowly. But them playing well and being set up well without the ball, etc. It did contribute to that. It did contribute yeah. to that. But but I, I'm, let's be honest. When the big dogs turn up at your levels race, yeah. I mean, any and against any of the big teams, mm. yeah. it's not... They, they played well against us first game. Exactly. Season, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They could have actually nicked it. So I, I personally feel like it's a case of, look, Arsenal were in town. They 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 tried to G themselves up. They were 2 0 up and then Arteta said and Arsenal just said, Whoa, hold on, what's going on? And you lot played yourselves back into the game. Brentford's turned up and Chelsea have fallen apart. You've got Cole Palmer telling Nicholas Jackson, brother, run into the channel. <laughs> run yeah. into the channel. And then when he did, what happened? The through ball came and it was over here, which was unfair. Fair unfair on him, right? Cool. The rest of the game, it was I couldn't believe what I was watching, man. Madueki, I'm so disappointed that he hasn't found his feet yet because I thought mm. he looked the part. Okay, granted, it's the era of Vizzy, but... Yeah, but even come back and off the, the under-21 tournament, he had, he had a good tournament. He had a I good tournament. He well, it looked like he was playing well, then he got that injury, didn't he? Then he was out for, yeah. for some time. Oh, yeah, he's he's just coming, coming back. Yeah, yeah, he's coming back. And is this it, is the thing... Is, this, this, uh, just, uh, I mean, against, against Arsenal as well, Jackson didn't play. It was Mudrick, uh, Sterling, mm, and Palmer, mm, right? Mm. So maybe a more cohesive front three, yeah. right? Um, the midfield, I think Fernandez didn't play this against Brentford, did he? No, that no. was Casillo's first yeah. game without Fernandez. Um, so maybe, again, that also played a part. Um, I just think there's too many... The Chelsea team, you can see, is by far, it's not set. It's not settled. Yeah, it's a work in progress, isn't it's, it? Like, yeah, it's going to be like this. I think Bar, Enzo, Sterling, I don't think many of those players are brought with a kind of a set position 
in mind because like mm. Palmer, they say Palmer was in the front three last Dennis, week. Yeah, he was in like the middle three. I, I thought he had a, he had a good game on. Saturday. I think he did as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of it's a work in progress, isn't it? Mm. Well, well, and um, to Ireland's point, I think they're going to be up and down all season. Like you can see signs where they kind of look. They look good. Brighton, they haven't been against the bigger teams. It's been against like Luton. First half against Arsenal. Except so where well, you can see the signs, but... Whenever yeah. I've seen a good Chelsea performance, the next week the team's not the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at some of the, the stats, right? And this is where... This is where people get onto the stats with them. Um, 17 shots. Two on target. Brentford have seven shots. Five on target. Possession, 69% possession, Brentford are 31%. So it's, it's, you know, they have most of the ball. Their pass accuracy was higher. But, you know, these stats don't, they don't well, talk about it's penetration. Down to the they don't talk about... It. Like, you know, Thomas Frank knows you're going to go Stanford Bridge, not, much, not have much of the ball. But when they have the ball, it's how they use it. Mm. And they're going to use it. Use, and a counter-attack. Like, they're going to be gonna, useful. Yeah, they're going to use it. Chelsea had a lot of the ball, but you don't and really it was see sideways. It was a lot what, of it was what, what they're doing. Like you say, Palmer was trying to dictate a lot Walker's of the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sterling was hardly in the game at all. Um, yeah, I think this, this is the first game that Enzo's missed since he signed for the club. Right, they've had no Europe, whatever. So in terms of fitness wise, that's pretty easy to do. But you can see they missed him in the in the middle of the park. Um, Caicedo, I know the, the price tag has nothing to do with him. Yeah. But for that money, and then you look across London, you see what Rice is doing for the equivalent. You're like, well, they what, what, they have got I, fleeced. what have I paid that, that money for? Early doors, but remember yeah. I did say, yeah. remember I did say, it's a they lot got, of money for someone that's basically played one and a half season in the Premier, whatever it was, right? Yeah. And there's a point I was going to come on to as well. Um, Jackson only played 14... League games, I think, at the Villarreal last year. Um, Mudrick was only a handful of games in Ukraine yeah. before he came. Mm-hmm. So they're they're banking a lot of their kind of efforts on players who don't have a lot of first team experience the league at, at, a, at a high level. The only so, counter I'd say to that is that a lot of the players they bought from France. I remember that that specific narrative at the time is they're young, but they had a lot of experience. A lot of them had fifty, a hundred league games under their belt, etc. So I take that point on those two particular yeah. players. I do remember the narrative, especially the guys, a couple of the guys they bought from France. Um, they were looking for young players, to your point, who, had, who might not have, you know, top five league experience, even though France is probably the fifth of the top five yeah. leagues, by default. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it, if, for Chelsea, my, my summary, my, my, what's the word? Summary? No. Summarization? Yeah, I'll go with that. There's another word, but, you know, I was trying to be fancy. It didn't work. Clearly. <laughs> at least you're honest, um, at least you're honest, bro. My view on it is this. <laughs> They've got, essentially, Pochettino starting from scratch. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's trying to bring in um, an identity or a philosophy or a way of playing ball. But he's also got a load of players that he did not purchase, right? So mm-hmm. if you, if I've got an idea or a philosophy, pretty much akin to what um, Ten Hag has said, Right, which has caused a lot of uproar. If I've got an idea of philosophy, but I don't necessarily, in my view, yep. have the players to execute that, mm. I've now got to start from scratch and find a way 
to make these players. But apparently, fit. this summer, even though he couldn't officially start a certain date because of his guardian leave or something mm-hmm. to do with Spurs or, or PSG or whatever it was, um, he was involved. He had a you know a consultancy. He had approach. some sort of allegedly, right? So, so people is... weren't signed without him knowing and understanding the rationale. Or even saying, actually, nah, not him. Which is fine, but mm. they've still got all the players that they signed before in the windows before. Yeah. Which yeah. is still quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. True. So essentially, it's a whole new team where I'm coming in and I'm trying to, mm. you know, put my foot or put my, stamp, put my stamp on it. And it's just, you know, it's not working. Yeah. Um, I think, I think they're just, not, I think they're not clinical enough as well. No. I think you look at, you know, even even early on in this game, there's there's a few chances that go awry. Um, I can't remember what someone hit the post. Sterling Blazers one over. Their 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 sort of lack of accuracy in front of goal is is definitely a thing, you know, and and it's cost them over the season. And we talked about we talked about Jackson many times. He's he's busy, but he's not dangerous. Um, so that's not what they expected from him. Of course, Nkunku is a major goal threat. You miss him early both on. Knees, no. Was it both knees now? Was it the same knee? Nah, I think it might be the other knee and sure. something yeah. else. Yeah. But so even, even, he, back, even yeah. he, when he comes back, he's yeah. not off, off well, a two serious injuries. Yeah. yeah, and he's not a striker. So. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll see. I think I think the Chelsea roller coaster <laughs> goes on. Yeah, big up Brentford, though. But Brentford, yeah, yo. <laughs> what are we saying about Mopé giving up that, that opportunity? He hasn't scored fair, in how many games? I'm a, I'm I, I can't believe Sanchez caught up with him. I'm like, bro. But Listen, um, if you did, if you did that at home, you'd catch up with him too. Yeah, the the, the pressure and the adrenaline <laughs> put some extra pep in his. No, nah, but he didn't look like he was shifting at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think he he hasn't scored in what like thirteen for, months apparently for, forever. So I think he, I months. think if he had like maybe five more yards, he might have gone on his own. I don't know why he but didn't I just think, shoot. Yeah, no, but I think he wanted to get closer in it. I don't think like he's. He's confident enough. It's like as soon as Sanchez yeah. went that fell over, he, he felt that he's past it. Yeah. yeah. Bro, shoot. I think he thought a tackle was coming or something like that. If, but I'm sure Mbrema would have been telling him, yeah, you're good. Like, you're good. Like, yeah. I thought he might have passed it back to him, but. Nah, never. <laughs> no way. You never, <laughs> the game was over. Really. You never, never had a bonus. <laughs> yeah. Look at this guy. Never. Defender. Um, Listen, Brentford on the whole, though, they, they look as good as they usually do. Well, I was going to say, because their record before. Before winning, so they've won two in a row now, but before that, they hadn't won in eight games. So there was a bit of a, there was a little bit of a stagnation there. But we get out of Brentford every season. They go for a patch. They haven't got the, the, the deepest of squads. They've got some big players out. Um, so yeah, two good wins in a row. Uh, banking the points. Is, yeah. is, this, is this them saying we can do it without Tony and we're prepared for when Tony leaves? Or is this just, just a, a holdover until he comes and he's just going to slot back in and Wissa or Mbwemo are going to have to hold the bench? One of them's going to be honest, I don't, it's weird, I don't really think they've missed him. Like, they're 10th they're in the league. Mm. Like, that's kind of where you expect Brentford to be, isn't it? Like, I, yeah, they're, they're coping well without him. Considering how long he's been out, mm. I think they're, they're coping well without him. Obviously, when he comes back in, you will offer them another dynamic. They might even kick on a bit more. You never, you never yeah, know. Exactly. But I think if he comes back into the team and they're still 10th, I think that's, that's a very good standing for That's them. a very good standard. And if he if he doesn't try to push a January move or he hangs around, then it's hopefully yeah. the trajectory is up. Right? Yeah, I mean, of course. Well, and, and they, um, 
if you think about Brentford's approach to everything, right? It's all sort of analytics and database. So, so they're definitely not a team that would have got themselves in a position, anyway, from a recruitment and player point of view, where taking someone out like Tony would be just absolutely catastrophic for your mm. Yeah, they've already got team. someone lined up. If he was going to go, they would yeah. already know who they're going to... Yeah, who yeah. They're gonna get in. And even though the, they, there's probably someone in the data department there that is saying, I knew Mbemo could do this. That's why we bought him. We had all the stats. We had all his, all his kind of, we know what his ceiling is, etc. Same with Wissa as well, you know. It's just that, you know, um, Tony was doing his job and, and doing it, doing it really well. Um, I think next summer, we, we'll see Chelsea. How, well, well, we'll see how, um, which clubs test their resolve. I mean, they're going to want, I mean, if Chelsea they're gonna want don't 80 go million. They're going to want 80 plus, right? I think he's worth it. Yeah. I think, I, I, well, respect for Chelsea, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think we should take... I would love Arsenal to yeah, go for Chelsea it. Chelsea Arsenal would be the obvious choice. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love Arsenal to go for it. And find a way that, you know, all that running around that Jesus does actually benefits... I don't a, think Tony's going to do that. Someone, yeah. you know? No, no, as in he oh. plays and that benefits Tony. So he can be oh, the okay. water carrier for, yeah, for yeah, Tony. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that makes you sense. You know, I, and the Kai Havertz experiment can just die. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the way I was looking at it, but you never know if Arteta man. He's probably got some funky f- formation drawn on his whiteboard, thinking he's Einstein. Anyway, moving on. Aston Villa looting. I mean, it's easy to say like you know the Emery machine moves on, blah blah blah. It's only looting, but a win's a win. Um, looting are not getting turned over as early in games as as they were before. I'm I'm not looking at matches and after thirty minutes, it's still no no. Yeah. Um, we might have to swap them and Sheffield United around in the yeah, no, no. I, I think was thinking we. that as well, you know. I was, <laughs> no, I was well, thinking that as well. Not we. Okay, we. Isaac. We. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Maybe that. Maybe Isaac. This guy has been kicking looting, yeah? <laughs> Since August. So don't we, him. But, um, yeah, another good win for... Yeah, expected in it. Like, I mean, for Villa. Did yeah. you see their first goal? Yeah. The set piece. Yeah. Listen, no respect for Luton, you know. He's better doing training ground, you know, NFL style plays. But it's good well, though, because really, they're not they're not doing that anywhere else. <laughs> they're not doing that to anybody. But <laughs> you, you do catch that. teams off guard every now and again. Yeah, true, but that particular yeah. one, they didn't even float. They, they basically passed on the ground from the corner flag to the other side of the box. Yeah, I mean, crazy. But yeah, Tom McGinn, uh, DRB, and. And then on goal, yeah, that on goal was, yeah. was, was mean. Unfortunately. Um, to go to Diaby, I thought Diaby might have had more goal returns so far, just yeah. in terms of the kind of the the player profile that he is. Like, he's quite, he's quite tricky and he's quite attacking in it, like where you've got... Um, three and three in the league. Yeah. Did he? Did he? Oh, well, he, scored, he, scored, he scored two and... No, I, thought, I thought he only had like three goals this season. No way. That's not what he's been doing in my fantasy team. Whoa, yeah. Actually, no, he's got three goals this season. Yeah. Three goals, three assists. Uh, yeah, that's, okay, that's not yeah. bad, to be yeah. fair. So, goalie performance yeah. season seven, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's done what we expected him to do so yeah. early. Yeah. There's been none of that settling in the Premier League business. Nope. He's, he's, yeah, he's coming, and he's coming you can on play, You can play in it, like... He's coming, he's done his job. Yeah. He's done yeah. his... That's it. And now, uh, uh, this is really bad. It's a really bad indictment on Steven Gerrard, man. Yeah, yeah. 
I know, I know this shit, which got nothing to do with no, but it kind of has, man. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of the same players is what exactly what Emery's doing with. Yeah, he's he's brought in pro four, maybe yeah. five new players. Yeah, small brought, tweaks, t- isn't it? He actually brought Mings back into the squad. I know Gerard did that at a point, but he kind of dropped him as well. It's small Walking, tweaks. Yeah. He's got Cash looking like a world-class right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matty Cash, I Walking. mean, McGinn's on fire. Watkins, Watkins is back in form. Apart like, from what I put in my fantasy <laughs> and he had a couple of chances this game that made me have the opinion of him that I used to have, but then he would just go and score actually next week or some rubbish. So let me not even go there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know we spoke, we, we touched on this, I think, in the last part of the pod before, where we, you know, in terms of memory himself, himself but it, I think there, there's a conversation to be had, maybe not right now, but in terms of like all these players that are just given jobs or, you know, all right. People will say Gerard wasn't giving. He done. He won the league and was unbeaten in with Rangers. But I mean, Rangers. That's Rangers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, no, but to be fair, that's he probably did, he akin did stop to league. the Celtic dominance. So I kind of give him a bit of league. It's way. kind like, of akin to league. What one? I'd say lower championship. Lower championship. What's that? Yeah, Scotland. The, the equivalent. Yeah, lower championship, top of league <sighs> one. Isn't it? Yeah, I, I would hmm? say top of league one. Yeah. Well, you uh, said league one first. No, 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 relax. I think. I think bottom half championship, I would argue. No, because championships have got a good team. <laughs> if you look at the teams in the championships, they yeah, will so give I a th- lot th- of teams th- running. I think Celtic. Remember, I think Celtic you... will finish top half championship. Celtic or Rangers would finish top half championship. Like the Scottish champions would finish top half championship, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of the SPL, oh, trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the, the drop-off from, from first and second yeah. is crazy. I've not. I, I don't think there's a league where there's that kind of drop. Yeah, it's mad. Like Aberdeen Spain. were they the last team to win the, the SPL other than Rangers or Celtic. When was that? Yeah. Or was it no Hearts? Was it Hearts? I'm pretty sure it was Hearts. Yeah, I, I remember the parade. I remember a parade, and they, yeah, there was a. Not, big, it's not in the last sure 15 years or 20 years. I tell you that. But at <laughs> least, but at least Gerard's one. There was, there was small, small evidence to maybe think. Okay. Yeah, they play good football. He's Gerard. But he's gone and done something, right? He started off in, I think he was doing a bit of the Liverpool youth thing. Yeah. And he went there. Didn't he, didn't he, wasn't an invisible season? Didn't he? Yeah. He was, yeah, he was unbeaten. He wrestled back the title back from Celtic after. Yeah. Stopped them getting 10 in a row. Yeah, all of that. And to be fair to him, since he's left, Gio's been, been in, kind of got sacked. Yeah. Just sacked the, the other guy as well. Yeah. yeah. The guy that got from QPR. Clement, yeah. So. Clement's gone in there now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, cool. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, if it was that easy, everyone else would yeah. come in behind. But that being said, a lot of the, those players that were in that squad have gone. Bassi, yeah. Aribo, mm. uh, I think Kamara Morales. has gone. Morales. Morales. What's the name of that striker that kept getting set off every Morales. Morales. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kent's um, gone. Kent's gone. Yeah. So a lot of their key players mm. are not there anymore. Yeah. Right? Mm. So, you know, there's a lot of things that have contributed to, to, to some of this fall-off. But, I mean, to, to, not to digress, I think it's, it's quite good on Stevie G, man. Yeah, yeah, no. But, I, but Emery's shown his quality. Like a stat I saw was for managers who have played who have managed thirty five games or more, um, he averages two points a game, and the only managers that have that have that same average have all won the league. So that's Klopp, Pep, Pellegrini, Ferguson, and, Mar- and Mourinho twice at Chelsea. Mm. So his his stats at Aston Villa. No Wenger. Huh? No Wenger. No Wenger. Wow. Doesn't matter, he still won the Prem. But um <laughs> yeah, like he's he he's showing he's got a 
a bit of a formula. And if you look at the league table from first to sixth, because yeah. they're, no, they're fifth now. Yep, fifth, yeah. They're the, they're the gap forming between them and Newcastle. So there's a five-point gap. So they, they're keeping up with the, the big boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I imagine they will. It is interesting. Yeah, five point gap. I mean, the the this is where that run Newcastle went went on is is hurting them now because yeah. in the last five games, um, they got near identical records. Newcastle have drawn one more game than them. So the last five games, Newcastle have only got two points less. And look what happened first game of the season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, so, you never know. You never know. So yeah, they they march on. I mean, Luton. After all our chat, I mean, they're eighteenth. You know, they're they're one point behind Bournemouth. Um yeah, this is uh this is not as clear cut as maybe we thought, you know. Luton could do a great escape. And I think those four That'll only be because of Everton. No, Everton aren't anywhere near well, no, hold on. No, I, 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 think near. I think we're gonna have to swap Everton with Bournemouth. You know why? You know thinking. why I said that though, isn't it? Why? Because yeah. of the twelve point deduction that's possibly uh, heading there. I way. don't think that's going to come. No, I don't think possibly. Yeah, poss- said, yeah possibly. possibly. Gonna happen. Yeah, if that happens, they're, they're, then they're in big trouble. Well, Everton but, um, are 15 for the moment and we'll come on to them. They're five points clear of the bottom three. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing what a couple of wins. I mean, the last five, they've lost to a one three. And I can't remember who we were talking about last week who was saying you were better off losing a couple more games and winning a couple. They've yeah, they they had a load of draws. I can't remember who we were talking about last week. So... So yeah, you know, that ball was kind of, kind of turning it around. He's three points behind Brentford. If you look at it another way, right? Yeah. So you know, we'll we'll come at. Oh, as I said, what did them to go down? You know, it's crazy. But a lot can happen in it. Yeah, I think. So I think. I think twenty-eight games left. Yeah, Luton have maybe helped themselves a little bit. I did tell you they're not going to. They're not going to beat Derby's record. I mean, they've already got. Five points. They can get another six points for the end of the season. Like I said, it might be Sheffield United. Yeah. Worst One start. point. Worst start. One point after 10 games. <laughs> Worst start to a Prem season ever. And they're, they said if their stats continue... The squad is so bad, though. Well, they're going to end up with like... They carry like this, they end up with four points. Yeah, they said that's their predicted points. And How can they be conceded performing so bad compared to Luton? plus goals. Compared to the season they had last season, how can they be performing so bad? I heard another stat today that if they carried at this rate, by the end of the season, they would have allowed 350 or 360 shots, shots on target. On target. <laughs> the worst team last season was 198. So, yeah. you know, I, 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 I never advocate for managers to get sacked unless Alteta is annoying me. But that is there ever an example of get someone in quickly to move to try and turn things around. Is it the it's manager? Though? But they're is saying it the manager though. It's Wilder. Like yeah, they're saying if he goes, they want him back. They want yeah. Wilder back. Which and it's, it's like the, nah, man. It's the it's the manager. It's the okay. Let me rephrase that. Of all the things that you can change, now, it's the manager. It's the manager, and we we just talked about a, a a manager who came in, and with much of the same players did much better. I'm not saying he's gonna come in and make them. Yeah, but Wilder's temp. not gonna do any different, is he? I don't. I, I'm not saying they should bring in Wilder. But like this yeah. should bring someone in that is going to do better than one point in 10 games. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You might even still get relegated. That's but crazy. come on, one point in 10 games. Eight, no, five, no. Oof. It's just, it's just, it's bad reading. Um, But anyway, anyway, 3-1 Villa, another home win. 
their home record is is pretty familiar as well. You know, it's a, it's a easy thing to say, but you know, they're building a bit of a fortress at Villa Park, but um, only matches anyway. Moving on now, Liverpool three, Forest nil. Where do you want to start? I mean, the stats on this game are just so. What's that new one they got? Field tilt or some rubbish? What's that? You know how the field tilt? No. Basically, it shows you that I think it shows you the areas of the pitch where the game was most played. Oh, okay. So then you can. It's a bit of a. I think it's. So we've got possession that tells us how often who had the ball, but where they had the ball as well. Oh, is that like when the sky graphic splits up the pitch in thirds? Yeah, so like kind of. Yeah, yeah. Five percent. So. Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know what I'm like with all these new stats. I'm not. I'm yeah. not a fan. Um. So who watched the game? Of course. Yep. <laughs> yeah, of course. Sorry. <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me. Well, I, I, I missed the first half. Um, oh, so you, all right. <laughs> oh, but I did watch the game. Oh, Technically, I did watch the game. Of course, I did. Right? Technically, yeah. I did watch the game. To be honest, we were game. we were quite sloppy. We we had a lot of the ball. Like, Nottingham Forest didn't come to play football at all in the first <laughs> half. Like, I know it's. I saw the like, formation. You know when the. Look on the app and they guess the formation. Yeah. Would, yeah, it was just yeah, four, five, one or Yeah, something. they didn't come to play ball. So we had a lot of possession early on. I'd say for like the first, maybe like 10, 15 minutes, it's quite sloppy. Like, you know when you know a game's quite comfortable and you try mm. and force that kind of final pass, et cetera. Um, but, but yeah, we, st- we stayed patient. And yeah, things just I mean, You say stay patient. I mean, you were tuning up after 39 minutes. Yeah, but I was saying that first kind of period, the 10, okay. 15 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't have to wait too long. <laughs> After that, um, my boy Salah playing those passes that I was talking about last week when um, <laughs> <laughs> when he's influencing the, the game. Um, Probably had to pass in that position. Uh-huh. No, 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 but before then, like he played a few kind of passes to... He's not paid to, to pass, but paid to score. Well, he's there to do both and he's, and no, he's I'm doing joking, both. I'm um, but yeah... Um, Passed to Sabozlai, who mm-hmm. set up uh, Darwin for the second goal. Yes. Jota scored the first goal. And then the third goal, I don't know what your your boy turned Listen, up. Listen, he's not my boy anymore. He's a, he's a first <laughs> employee. No, all right. I'm going to shoot him some bail. No, no, wait, wait. I'm going to shoot though, him some bail. Wait, wait, before he, we get he, to that. He had, a good, he had a good game. Before we get to that. So before we get to... That was what? That was 77 yeah. in the Belair. Mm-hmm. From what you saw, did that reinforce some of the thoughts you had about Salah last week? Or actually, does it lend more to the points Keith was making in the last episode? Um, to be honest, I think it was a bit of a quiet one mm. in that sense of him not... There weren't like loads of chances for Salah to get on the end of. It looked more of just like a team game to be to Keith's point. Yeah, I mean, there was that position. Like, I missed the first half. Mm. But from what I saw, he was involved. He was involved in... When it came to him, he's looking for the pass. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe I was, a bit, maybe was... I was a bit premature. Yeah. I, you're right. Maybe it's it's just one game. Yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah. But, I think um, we've got, a, across the whole team now, we've got a, like a really good balance. Like with Trent coming in and doing that inverted stuff, looks good. I think my only criticism of that, it makes um, Konati have to do a lot of work. Kanate mm. got to be really switched on. Yeah. Because he just like if Trent loses that the ball in that position or the team does, there's a big gap there. So he's got to be switched on and, so and no one cover that. Over. I mean, but then that's just normal, right? That's no. normal. Not, no, not, not, it not really. is because if, if your fullback gets caught high 
and the ball goes into the channel behind him, what happens? Your centre back comes well, across. I was, I was about to and say, then your full back covers in. So it's the same thing. Well, I was gonna say we when I look at how Arsenal did it last season, uh well, before Xhaka became this uh left eight or whatever we want to call it this week, you know, when we when we used to do that, he kind of used to play a proxy left back. Yes. So you kind of had that cover. Now it wasn't great. But we don't was, have that. Yeah, but I'm not saying, I was about to say, yeah. doesn't anyone rotate? Yeah, I'm not, saying, I'm not yeah. saying it happens all the time, but there are instances where I'm just saying he he has to be switched on because yeah, there are, no, there are times when, when that gap is there. Mm. I mean, in, yeah. yeah, of course, in a yeah. normal situation, then the example I used, you you're not you're not having to be switched on because your fullback's meant to be right here, right? Mm. Whereas in in this position, yeah, you're right. Trent is guaranteed. No, he's he's going to be out of position. So yes, I do have to think about. If that ball comes over the top, but more often than not, if that ball's coming over the top or and a, a winger's attacking it, Trent's gonna, he should be pulling yeah. back out. If we don't but have the, the ball, is, he should be pulling back he's out. He's not always in the six position. Sometimes he's in the ten. Yeah, and and, it, and it's working like doing well. Uh, Sabo's life. Like, I'm running out of the engine. You know, he's doing well. Like, Gravenberch, yeah. two and, eights. Uh, Gravenberch. Yeah, all right, lads. Like, do we engine. need a six? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do need to fix because even I think this this was McAllister's so best game. So then, what happens to McAllister? you just rotate. Like this is the thing. Like you've got to have a squad that you can rotate. Like where in all these competitions, I I'm, I'm happy for us to get a six who can play the majority of the games, and then we just rotate, keep the boss light, and then rotate. I don't back think we're bringing the six in. You know, I'll be honest with I, you. Yeah, I don't but, think you're bringing one into the summer. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. think we will. Because you've got Thiago but, to come back, but Bechetic if we get, to come yeah, back, yeah, if we can get Bechetic Curtis Jones, to the level he was at the back end of last season. Yeah. I, I, well, I to your point, him. and to both your points, I think injury, the the kind of people coming back from injury gives you that more traditional six. Exactly. So you say more back, more um, Bakatich than than Thiago because we know he'll kick two balls and get injured again, but. But then you have that rotation a bit further forward. Yeah. And if yeah. we look at the most successful teams in recent time, well, apart from three or four men, everyone gets rotated. Yeah. Like we, we've got the, the midfield option. Like last year, we didn't have the midfield option. Whoever came in, I was like, mm. now, now, like if, if he plays Jones, Elliot, Sabozlai, McAllister, Graham Birch, who it has been so far, mm. I'm happy because they're all showing that they're competent of, of playing in the, in the position. Um, um, with all due respect I'll, to Forest, these are the kind of games where you guys would probably rotate, right? If you, yeah, this, this is, is where this is exactly the kind of game where I think you saw that in a little bit in Arteta's lineup. I was like, we're taking liberties a bit here, but you, should, you can do it again. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. At, at home as well. Yeah, yeah. Smith first time, etc. So I think when you've got all those guys back again, with all due respect to Forest, that's when you will see that shuffling of the pack. I I do like Endo, you know. He came on. Yeah, I was at the game on Thursday. Done a bit. Yeah, oh yeah. He, um, he, he's uh, hitting the road. What was that, Anfield? Yeah, Anfield. Oh, no. Must be not, nice. Not one of these, these couch fans, no? Ooh. Yeah, another one, mate. I don't know. I'm not sure I did get anyone in here. I know, I know Mango to games. Ooh. I guess so. My season tickets are about still. <laughs> That's rude, still. Mm. I feel. I feel. Was the last no, time it wasn't, it wasn't a dig at you, bro. Don't worry. When was the last time you went to Anfield? <laughs> so, as I was saying, Cody <laughs> Gap. <laughs> Yeah, he looked he looked good. He looked good on Thursday. Uh yeah, no, he looked good, man. I know I know he's still warming up to the the, the tempo of the game and the, the, the physicality yeah. of the game, but I think when he gets there, we'll yeah. have a good uh, good DM. It's Carabao Cup this week, right? Yeah, I was about to say yeah. that. Like, that's that's him. He'll play in it. Yeah. Cody Gakpo was lucky to stay on the pitch, I'm sorry. That was a red card. Yes. Yeah. That was a red card. It was a bad tackle, but I think he get, he get 
He was like jostling with someone before nah, he, he, he was, went in. He, wasn't he had someone on his right, and then Gibbs came in, and I, I know that one where you put your foot over the ball. Yeah, okay. studs are kind of high. You drop your foot down on the other side of the ball. His foot didn't drop down on the. Oh, ball. He okay. kept going. He oh, lunged yeah, cool. into yeah, Gibbs. Yeah, should have gone. That was a red card. And, and we'll do this every week, but it's so frustrating. And even you, as a Liverpool fan, you're saying, "Listen, that's a red card. <laughs> you, yeah. you should be going for that." Uh, and we'll come on that to that. Nasty. Even I'm sorry. a very different situation, but one that should definitely be a red. The whole Anthony on on Doku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even stuff Crazy. like that. But we'll we'll come to that. I mean, for Forrest, again. They'll never say this in public, but you look at your fixture list. He's not expecting. It will up his team to do to try and do what he can. He's not expecting any points at Anfield. Yeah, and like they hit the bar. Like they, uh, Langer yeah. had two good chances towards the back end of the game. Yeah, and you think they, they started playing more in the second half, to be mm. honest. And to be fair to them, that like, they were proper dire in the first half. Yeah, injuries have caught up with them a little bit, and the pa- yeah. Pasta when he wasn't wasn't around, otherwise yeah. he might have been. A different threat. Yeah, yeah he came but, in second half, twenty minutes. He done his uh, twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, he's on but, his way back. But um, that that um, just to go back to the whole tenor thing, I'm going to shoot him some bail. Right? Mm. Yes, because yes. the ball dropped, and it looked like the centre back was going to go for it. So he's kind of relaxed and just kind of uh, okay. Let's see how this goes. He's running forward, so I he's know. in command of the situation. I, so exactly. he, you're right. No, he should I, be I, a big to cover. I yeah. agree yeah, yeah. with you, but the centre so. There's a little bit of a miscommunication, right? But it does look like the centre-back's going for it. And I can see where how it's looked like that to Matt Turner. He's kind of eased up and then realised, eh, <laughs> well, look, he's yeah. not going for it. It's gone over his head. It looked to me like he misjudged the bounce, bro. No, I don't think, I, I don't think yeah, he's I, misjudged I the bounce. Did. I think he just thought, oh, I'm, all right, he's going to have, he's got what? this. He does a diving header, when, but Salah hasn't got a yeah. goal today. Or just get anything on it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, the, he just throws, and we know certain bad keepers. <laughs> They're throwing their head. They're doing something. If yeah. he had just committed, actually committed, we're not. Well, he did, he did it the second time and cleared that clean. Well, like, <laughs> he said, if he I'm was not... anywhere near that football, you would go in the stand with it. Yeah. He was like, I'm not. Yeah, not again. Clean yeah, that ball out yeah. the second time. Yeah, that... but I said in the international break, we should get the twelve points maximum for our games before we play City, and I think we're yeah. on course mm. for that. We got Luton on Saturday away, or Sunday even. And then Brentford at home before we play City after the international break. You got Luton on Sunday. Yeah, I need to. I need to get I my wild card. City, you know. <clears throat> I think if we get if we get six points from the next two games, I crossed. think we'll be City. Nah, I'll be. We'll <laughs> I think it'll be comfortable as well. Uh, it's that. It's that. It's that we, we don't play. Well. Oh, is that Etihad? Yeah, we don't. Okay, we'll Anfield, beat them. Yeah. It won't be comfortable. Even yeah. at Anfield. What? You're not beating uh, them. Who, no, who we, beat them we beat them at Anfield last year. We were dead last year. Like, we beat them at Anfield. I don't know, calm. man. The way these men are playing right now. Uh, we're going to touch stupid. on. We're going to touch on their game, but I don't think they played great yesterday. Really? I think yeah. after. I think after the first thirty minutes, it would look like <laughs> it looked like Pep had a control pad on the bench. <laughs> That's what it looked like. But yeah, yeah. Look, you guys are praying away. Relatively quietly, so I don't know. What, I don't even know how to quantify that when we say quietly. But you know what I, I mean. It's I almost like it's just getting because on. we're doing pretty much the same as you, Tottenham, and and City. Like we're, but you know what it is. <laughs> we're not doing no one, no one's paying us any mind. <laughs> and it's, I love it. <laughs> no, but you know what it is. Maybe it's because you guys have been efficient without being noisy. Does that make sense? Like, there was a point where almost every other goal Salah would score would be a worldie or. Or every other goal would be a 13-pass move, Mane. Do you know what I mean? So I think, but you're just, 
you're going through the teams. And if you don't watch the games, you won't see the quality of how you're going through these teams, right? Mm. We've not had like, you know, Slubber's Eye score three or four screamers. These are the things that get the headlines these days. So when people say quietly, no, what you mean is you haven't seen many highlights. But if you watch the games, you will see we how well you guys up. are playing. You'll see how well we're playing. Yeah. We, we turn up, we do what we do, we, oh, get, we grab the free points, up, man. <laughs> and we go home comfortably. Yeah. The only time we've been in the news is been VAR. Yeah. Been any issues or been, wow. or been the, the scheduling of our games. Otherwise, we just turn up and do our job. Yeah. You finished? Let's go. Come on, anyway. Reds. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Manchester United nil. Manchester City three. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> I mean, is there... Dude, nah, Man United started well. Wait, like, wait, 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 sorry. sorry. Oh, yeah. do you, do you know what's this? Go. What's this? What's yeah. this? Tell me who the home team is here. Yeah. Man United. <laughs> team stats, shots. One team had seven. The other team had 21. <laughs> shots on target. One team had three. The other team had 10. Uh, possession. One team had 39%. The other team had 61. I mean, are we surprised? Bro, are we really surprised? We're not surprised, but it's but like still... I said, it's a derby, isn't it? Yeah. Like we say, but this is United under under Ten Hag. And don't get me wrong, football can swing on small things. You know, they had an early chance uh, early on. What's his name? What's his name? Are you saying his name? Is it Hoyland or Hoyland? Hoyland. Hoyland. Rasmus. So Rasmus. So you know, he takes that chance early on. Maybe he said to forget. I don't think it is. I just think the gate. The way they lose is maybe different. I don't think they they hold out. Um, and as you say, it wasn't electric from the beginning. But once they got into gear, it was, it was, you know, John Stones, Rodriguez. It was just. It was yeah, and a the lot reason for why them, I say City didn't play well is because they didn't have to. Like I think if they was up against a more solid team who yeah. had a little bit more nous. They, I still think they execute things they do very well. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's, it's not like, yeah, it's not like, like they didn't have to, they didn't have to work for it. Like, and that's and that's the thing. As a, as a Man United fan, you're looking at that, and it's like, why why is it so easy? Granted, the first goal, in my eyes, it's, it's a penalty. Yeah, but it's an unnecessary penalty, isn't it? Like, yeah, I agree, I agree. I know everyone says, oh, these things happen every week in their But they're not box, supposed to. But this is it. Every like, week we talk about them just giving penalties for it. And that's because people get away with it. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're gonna get away with it. So and don't give don't give the VAR or the referee something to think about. Just and don't do where, it in it. This is where these guys can't win, right? So they've we all as football fans complain about these type of fouls all the time. They finally give it, everyone said, ah, oh, but that happens every week. They're gonna have to give a pen for it. Yes, they should, then people would stop. And people would stop. 100%. So and then I mean, there's the defending. So, Harlan's second goal. goal. Where are you going? Criminal. Why four defenders heading to... Are we in primary school? Why is everyone running towards the ball? Harlan walked (laughs) to the back stick. And the the maddest thing about it is, right, he did the same move... Mm. In the first half. In the first half. Anana pulled off a worldie of a save. It was the same (laughs) move. The second half comes in, he, he does it again. But I watched, you see when the ball went, when the ball went out wide, yeah. I literally, I thought, okay, I don't know what it was. I just had a player cam moment. Let me just see 
what Haaland does here. Mm. I, I st- stared at him. He literally just looked, looked around and then just walked, like, kind of to the back stick. Mm. Yeah. No one. And then Evans looked at, it, looked at him and then and was like, do I go with him yeah, or yeah. do I go with my man mm. that's running front front stick? Or tell someone else to do it. And then he, no, he didn't even do none of that. He just, he, he looked at him and went, <laughs> Ah, that's not the danger. The danger is front stick. And gone front stick. Bruv, the ball just went, oh. <laughs> and that's Ireland. smart from, from Bernardo. Because yes. obviously, yes. a lot of people get to the byline and, and they, they just drill back. it yeah, like yeah. across the uh, near post. Just dinked it. Yeah. Bruv, but, no, but, they, but the thing is, they do that every game. <laughs> if you actually watch City this season, mm. I've been watching, like the game, who was it against when he, he, they were manhandling? Was it City? You know. And they were trying to manhandle and it was taking ages for... Uh, Sheffield United. Oh, Sheffield United. Sheffield yeah, United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that game? Yeah, and yeah. it was the same thing. The goal came... How did the yeah. goal come from? Yeah. Grealish got to the byline, yeah. lofts it up. Yeah, Why? Because then... Haaland is going to out-jump everyone, yeah. whoever he comes against. And yeah, that's and exactly what five times, one or two of them is going to come off. And yeah. it wasn't I, even I, the best header. I promise you, it's no. the same. It's the same. Mm. Watch any City game. I guarantee you'll see it. Get to the byline, think it, Haaland's on the end of it. And it's the same thing. And that was... Oh mate, I'm not even a United fan. I watched that and I was just, what is? It's this? like how, isn't it? Like what is this? It's like what, all the group is... chats I was in was like, why is he free? Yeah, yeah. why is he not being marked? Love. And it's like, what is this? It's, it's... That's not even like a coaching thing. That's just uh, basic. Don't need to be coached. Like yeah, that's just basic. That's poor defending. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, look at that. Look at that line. Have Maguire and Evans as your lead centre backs. Come on, man. One of the things that I heard today that someone said it. Describe that defending as pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> I could not believe what I saw. You know, and they say some of it's down to injuries, got key players missing, but I just feel like, yeah. regardless of all that, with the investment they've made, then you start looking at did Ten Hag set them up correctly? Like, you know, you're playing City, you're not in the greatest form, you make comments afterwards about you know the type of players you've got, City so to play a certain style. So, with the players you've got, was that the style to approach? A city game. It was too open. I don't think. I don't think he knows his best team. He's. He's. I'm. I'm not sold on him. I'm sorry. I'm not. I. I looked at that team taking off Amrabat and and pulling McTominay back was a shocking decision. Yeah. It turned out to be. They looked worse bringing on Mount and then having three tens because as far as I'm concerned, Ericsson, yeah. Fernandez, and Mount they're tens. They're not eights. They're not box to box midfielders. Mm. They're not your sub Subozlai. They're not Is your. Not Hod- they're not. They're not your Graven Birch. They're not your um, Enzo or Gallagher. They're not. Good. They don't have the legs to be doing imposing themselves on the midfield. But isn't that what Mount's meant to be though? Is it Mount meant to be the next? No, no. Mount's never so been. Everyone that. Kept never been. Great. That's why Ten Hag wants him. He's, he's, the, he's the never guy with been that. Great. He's never. never been that. Play they're that all left eight. Blah blah blah. They're all tens, bro, and they're all doing the same thing. And you got Fernandez. I'm sorry, he's just. He, they need to drop him. They need to drop him. They need to drop him. Yeah. And Ericsson, Ericsson's just not the same player he was. Granted, we all know what he went through, right? He can only he, he's not going to give the same output that he used to. So let's shoot. Let's shoot at Ten Hag some bell. Who you drop Bruno? Who do you play instead? Bro, have a more cohesive midfield. Have have. Wait, let me let me, me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So I don't know. Let's say you've got four four two two two, right? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. four two three one. Yep. Right. So Rashford out left, mm. Mount in the ten, um, whoever's out right, Martial Anthony. Anthony. We we for some reason he doesn't get dropped. McTominay and um, Amrabat or Cassie. Cassie. He's or, injured. Or, He's injured. 
All right, injuries. cool. But I'm just saying, yeah. injuries, yeah. Got, in, yeah. injuries removed, right? Okay, yeah. so McTominay yeah. and Amrabat. But yeah. let's say injuries removed. Kasse, Amrabat, I'd even put McTominay because he's been doing it. He's yeah. been scoring. Yeah. I think he wants Amrabat and Casemiro together at some point, but obviously injuries yeah, yeah, haven't, haven't yeah. permitted that. But Varane was on the bench. Like, why, why is Maguire or Evans, mainly Evans, who you sold seven years ago, starting ahead of him? Like, well, we don't know what shape Varane came back in. Maybe he's not in a... He just come back from injury. But he'd been on the bench a couple of times. Like, if it was his first game back, okay, I'd say, bro. all right, fair enough. But... Yeah, it's. He, I'm, I'm he, just trying to. I'm trying to. He makes some odd decisions. And he, he makes some you, shocking. I'm not decisions. sure if I sent it to um, our football group. Like his list of findings. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's mad. It's it's really bad. No, no. And more accurately, whole... it's his list of signings versus their performance to date. Yeah. And that's, and that's... <laughs> and this whole thing about oh, I'm not going to play the way I play the Ajax because we I don't have the players well, for I was that. Coming I have that, players yes. to be. I have these players that can where I can do something different. Bro, it's not working. Well, number one, it's not there's a lot of players that you sanctioned. Yeah. So From when, Ajax as yeah. well. <laughs> so when you're doing that, you must have had an idea of what style you want to play. Two, some of the biggest, one of your most expensive signings came from Ajax. So what, how did you want him to come and do that here? Um, I, I think he sounds like someone who... Ten Hag sounds like he, he needs to learn how to read the room. I'll be honest, because... When you, th- you take comments like this, it's not a particularly edifying for him. You, you take the whole Jaden Sancho conversation yeah. and people are struggling to, se- to separate what he said, how he said it, mm-hmm. and importantly, when he said it, mm-hmm. and what he was trying to do at that time. You just lost, a- I think you just lost to Arsenal. Yeah. It was the Arsenal game, right? You just lost to Arsenal and you're now turning the attention to somebody that wasn't involved in that game. So he had no part to play. <laughs> you're losing that game, right? They need to separate that from Jadon Sancho's actual shortcomings because I think two things can be true. Yes, he can get to training on time. Yes, I'm not there. Maybe he can apply himself to training better. But what Ten Hag has done and how he's managed that is probably also poor. And then the same thing I was saying about Jadon Sancho at the time is you're not playing well enough to respond to him. Now, Ten Hag, you're not, your team's not performing enough have to be having that stats? kind of stance. Have you seen the stats of all the other players? <laughs> In in the sim- similar yeah. positions, yeah. Only Rashford has registered anything. Yeah, I'm surprised at that. No one's, one's registered goal. anything. Well, they say Modric has scored more prem goals than five Manchester United players put together. Wait, Haaland had the same amount of prem goals as, as, Manchester, as Manchester United. Yeah. Like, that's that's bonkers after ten games. So so are we at the point now? Because what I feel with the whole narrative around Manchester United. So we had Gary Neville doing this on Sky the other day. It's all about the glazes. It's all about the top. And and don't no. get me wrong. I, I can I can see his point. I, I can't. But I can how, see. I, I think I think it's a double edged sword. I long think long it's point? a double edged sword because he's been beating his drum for a long, long time. And how how is that so connected to the point where these are people? So you can't say they've not invested. They've invested heavily since they've mm-hmm. won this club. Yeah. Right. They've they've had some of the they've gone out and invested in their management as well. So mm-hmm. not just players. Yeah. They've had some of the games, what they've had at least two of the one of the games, what, top 15 managers in the last yeah. two decades. Mm-hmm. You put LVG in top 15, yeah. top 20 managers. You had yeah. Mourinho, who's some people is top three managers ever mm-hmm. to manage the game. Um and you know, you hear professionals, you hear you hear pros or ex-pros say it, saying it now. 
what's going on at the top of the of the club board? Who's owning? When I come to the training ground, that doesn't matter. It has no yeah, effect on me. I'm going to do my drills, running between the codes, take free kicks, whatever, work, work on the shape and all of that. So I get Gary Neville's point from a, a macro point of view in terms of Manchester United as an institution should not be in this shape. There shouldn't be this okay, much uncertainty. Show me, show me a club that's been in turmoil upstairs that's performed well on the pitch. I could show Liverpool you, under f- Hicks and Gillette, we weren't performing. But, but When that stuff was going on with them, we weren't doing well. Newcastle under Mike Ashley, they weren't doing well. No, no. So I'm not, I'm not saying that that isn't a factor. One of the factors in the underperformance. What I'm saying is when they're underperforming to this extent, that cannot be the main contributor. No, no, factor. I agree with you. I but agree with you. That's his argument, though. No, 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 no. When no, it comes no, no, to... No, no, no. All, I, all I said was I can see yeah. his yeah, yeah. argument. But I, I, I just don't think... No, I agree. I don't think that's the sole argument. But his argument is that that's the main factor. No, yeah. no, no. It's not. No, it's it's not. Definitely. But so the, first the level of players that they have in the team, if you went through that Man United team... On paper. On paper, mostly in two players in each position, they're all internationals. Like, it's not like... You said, like, with Newcastle, Liverpool, we we didn't really have superstars or proper internationals playing for us. Neither did Newcastle really at the time. It was on the tail end of Rafa Benitez, right? Man United have got, like, World Cup winners, like, regular starters for Brazil, um, Argentina, um, who else? Like, <laughs> And this is my point. I guess my point and is even, every, everything is around, everything has been the players, the Glazers. When do we start talking about the fact that Eric Ten Hag is not doing his job as well as he should be? Okay, I mean, I think, do you know what it is as well? That's I think, my thing. I, I agree, and I, I, that, that conversation needs to happen sooner rather than later. I think, I, I personally believe where Gary's been so harsh with previous managers, mm. he's trying to give Ten Hag room. Yeah. And he's not trying to come across as the guy that's criticizing the manager. So he's focusing on the top. Don't get me wrong. There's no smoke without fire. Yes, the, the top does have an effect on the bottom, but you're right. It's not the main cause. The main cause is what's happening within those four walls. When the manager is talking to the players, right? And mm. when the coaches are taking them out onto the field and, and, and running drills with them. Um, I think there's just, there's a lot going on. I think that the stuff at the top, as well as this in, at the bottom, the there's just a lot. The players are getting into stuff off the field. It's just, yeah. there's a lot going on. Yeah, but then, touching on your point with Anthony earlier, like, how did you legislate for him coming on the pitch? <laughs> and, like, he should have been, he could have been kicked, sent off with a kick initially. Yep, yep. But he got the yellow card, but then he could have been booked again for slapping away Doku's hand, which he, he had the right to to get in his face about because he'd like you just, you'd like, for the ball, you just yeah, you like literally just swung a kick at me. Like, what's what's going on? Yeah, um, and then I, again, I I'm always reluctant to to read too much into it, but 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 it's a fair point. People are saying, well, you're now seeing so much indiscipline. You know, Bruno's running around waving his, waving his arms at everybody and everything, yeah. arguing the ref on every point. You got Anthony doing things like that. It's almost. Uh, People now feel like it's a bit. The team's a bit broken. <laughs> and the main United fan said to me a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure if I said it on here, uh, so apologies if I'm repeating myself. But he said when he watches his team play, right? Everybody is doing different things. Yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, some teams, some three players are playing counter attacking football. Three players are playing possession football. You know, it's just. But for me, a lot of that comes down to Ten Hag, and and you know me, I always like the whole. You know. You have to reciprocate the the sentiment. So, 
when he won the Carabao Cup and got them in Champions League, that was him doing well. That was him pushing them in the right trajectory. Now if things aren't going well, it can't be every reason but him. It can't be. Yeah. You can't it, have it both always ways. seems to be another, it always seems to be someone else's fault and never him just kind of, yeah. uh, no yeah. accountability with him. Maybe he just doesn't I, get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think if they got rid of him, the next kind of manager they bring in, it has to be a coach. I don't think they need a manager. It's got to be a Deserbi or someone, It's got to yeah. be a good, top-level yeah. coach. Someone that's going to come in and go, right, this is who I'm working with, cinema. What's yeah. this? Yeah. And he's just going to yeah. go out into, into, yeah. the, into, the, into the dressing room. He's going to get into them. He's going to bring the best out of them, impl- implement a philosophy, a style of play. It's like someone like an Ange. If they'd have got Ange, can you imagine? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, and that was another thing that Gary, Gary said that I didn't agree with. He was like, oh, you know... Um, Ten Hag come into an unstable situation, whereas Ange came into something that was stable. I was like, hold on, what? no, that, no, that doesn't no. make sense. Tottenham were a mess off the yeah. back of Conte. Yes. Kane, no keep one his, knew what was getting on with Harry player. Kane. <laughs> the like, Kane saw yeah. rolled on for how long? Yeah, that must have been that must have been so disruptive. Larice said he wanted to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I, I, I and forgot, he's still there. I forgot Larice was still there. He's still there. I thought he left. No, no, no he's still there. He's still at Tottenham. Yeah, so yeah, he's still there. Yeah, I, I, I think I think Neville. I, I, need I, had a, for, but I think need a coach. Man United need a good coach. Look at Liverpool. Pep's a coach. Klopp's a coach. Um, De Zerbi. Yeah. And I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you. You need a good high level coach. Well, the thing is, again, to shoot Manchester United some bell, you look around, right? Everyone does this in business. You know, you look around. What has been successful recently? The guy doesn't. The the guy that comes in doesn't have to be. A marina or a pet. Mm-hmm. Let's pick someone with the right attitude, with the right personality to get things right. They would have looked at you guys with with Klopp because when Klopp came here, he wasn't tier one yet. You know, he wasn't and you know a top top. Yeah, he wasn't talked about in the Peps and the no, he wasn't in the, the Peps, but he, he was very close at, at yeah. Liverpool. So how can we get someone there? Oh, actually, well, this is Arteta's first managerial Has job. He? Yeah. Hmm? Has he learned that at Liverpool? Well, hundred percent. That status. He wasn't talked about as a. He, he, was he was talked about. He, he, he was, was talked, talked about. about think, two, leagues, two leagues in the Champions League final. But, but I think nah, since, since, well, he wasn't since he's come to Liverpool, he's solidified it. Yeah, he's solidified it. He was talked about one of the next lot. Yeah, he's like, if he's available, get him. Yeah, exactly. Which is what we did. Yeah, Arsenal, everyone. Now he's like 30 in it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fair enough. And they're looking at maybe, you know, Arteta is effectively almost a Pep thing again because Pep was youth coach. So... When you look at that and all the noise that let's be honest, it was all positive talk about Ten Hag before Man United even went for him. What he's doing, Ajax, the way they played, the Champions League he run, came from the coaching team, yeah, all of that. He worked for Pep at Bayern, didn't he? Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So to be fair to them, you know, you can't now look back and say he was a mistake. My only thing is now that he's here, just because they've been through excellent managers, doesn't mean he needs to be dining out. On that any more than he should. He's been in the job 18 months. And I would challenge any of you to tell me, uh, you know, and this is a question everyone's asking on every podcast and every Instagram post today. What is their style of play? No, he, he doesn't have one. And I but think before question, he came, he had one. Question. Do you think that the, the, the job at United is a poison chalice in the sense of managers come and lose their way? Because of Man United as you know, as as a as an institution, it's, it's interesting you say that because mm. there was a point in Klopp's tenure where he was like, "Forget that boot room stuff, that's gone." 
Like, everyone was like, ah, oh, the Liverpool boot room. Thank oh, you. Paisley, Shankly. But they didn't win anything. Yeah, yeah. He was like, forget that. We got to build something new going mm-hmm. forward. And Man United now are still haunted by and Alex Ferguson. Yeah, and I agree. Granted, he would, he one of the best managers ever to, to grace the game. Until they shake that, and it's going to be hard to, because it's only been 10 years since, <laughs> since he's been gone, and he's still there. In well, the Arsenal, every game. Sh- Arsenal was shaking the the, ver- the finger. Error. To mm. a to a degree. To a degree. To a degree. I don't think. Uh, that, that's not, you I don't look at an Arteta Arsenal and look at it in the no, same light. I look but, at a Wenger Arsenal. Wenger, even though Wenger was very has hev- has very heavily influenced where Arsenal are today. He's not around. He, this is it. Like he, he only went back for the first time. Bro, like, mm. was it this season yeah. or the end of last season? No, this like, season. Every time there's a game. Cameras padded. So Alex is there. So Alex has yeah. picked his successor. Like, like let yeah, it's, oh man. I think, but the, the, it, it's not down to the manager. It's got to be everyone. And this is why the, the, and this is why well, the top on, has an effect. Hold on, on hold on. I think because I, I I do I do I do agree with Keith in the sense yeah. of the Fergie era, mm. the Fergie cloud the whole, is still yeah. hold, like, over if, the, you get the club. I know. I I like keep going back to Liverpool, but you don't. No one goes to Liverpool mm-hmm. now and be like, ah, oh. they're, they're not talking about the Shankly. No, they do on TV, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, not, not in the yeah. sense that we do. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't yeah, even yeah. talk like, about. Yeah, the, um, now it's just Pet, no. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Rafa Benitez. They don't even talk about the Benitez era. Yeah, in the sense like of they, winning the Champions. You gotta be like, right, that that's happened. Right, Ferguson. Don't even Ferguson happened. We understand he was a legend. For us to get forward. You gotta stop calling him the boss and stop saying under Fergie this would have happened. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's what they're still saying. I, th- I, think, I agree. Oh, I think what would the Fergie have done? Yeah. They wouldn't, they would, oh, they wouldn't be this petulant. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's so true, true. He's not there no more. I think it's Don't worry about go. him. I think like a lot of these things, I agree. there's layers to it, there's nuance to it, yeah? I think you can still call Fergie the boss. You can still acknowledge all of that. Do you know why I think and I don't want to overstate this, but do you know what I think is another problem as well? And I think Liverpool suffered from it for a little while is that a lot of the narrative and commentary around the game is heavily influenced by ex-Man United people, right? Mm. And one of the biggest mouths in this whole thing... <laughs> Gary Neville. ...is Gary Neville, right? Real so right He's been a him. great pundit, etc. But... Mo- and it's changing a little bit now. For a long time, it was ex-Liverpool, right? You turn on Match of the Day... Hanson, and it was Hanson, Lawrence, Yeah, you know, that's and true. And it was Sky, yeah, and they yeah. put on his name five European... And I'm like, bro, you won that when I was three years old. That's you true. know, and I'm old. Right? So, so I think the narrative around that, and Rio has made his own his own kind of punditry career, etc. So you have got all of these people who keep harking back to that time because yeah. it's the only time that they knew. Yeah, it's the only time that they know. Yeah, when I was doing this, when I, and you know what, you guys have fantastic careers. You guys have um, you did you did wonderful things. But one thing that I think Arsenal benefited from is that we didn't really have that. So when it was time to between Wenger leaving. And now, oh, who have we got? Thierry That's, Henry. Yeah, but even Thierry then, Thierry Henry would yeah. never talk Yeah, about and he that. was a bit anti for a bit because of yeah. how he thought he was treated. We've had Ian Wright, and no disrespect to, to Unks, but no one takes him... He, he hasn't had the same profile as them, man, yeah. right, when it comes to, 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 to that kind of commentary. Um, and then what, Martin Keown? No one's, no one's listening to him in that <laughs> regard. So you've got the whole narrative and the whole industry of football broadcasting and the people who drive the story is largely by United dominated by players from that era. 
Yeah. And of course, it was and the, press, and young, the wider press pick up on it. Yeah. Former player skulls, former yeah, player exactly. level. Skulls is, and yeah. then Roy Keane does his thing, he does. And he's probably the fairest out of all of them. But that's I, like, I, I know, that was about to say. I think he's yeah, probably the fairest, the fairest one. one. So then they wheel out skulls later, later on in that phase. He comes on with his, yeah. with his sort of dry, yeah. very direct and quite uninspiring analysis yeah. of things. Even Hargreaves, hmm? TNT, like Owen Hargreaves is on TNT yeah, with skulls, isn't it? That's, like, that's, yeah. that's I forgot how many there was. Yeah, yeah. so it's very heavily influenced. And I, and I didn't, until it changed, I didn't clock how Liverpool influenced it was before, yeah. which then was a problem because then the gap, or how long you lot went without winning the Prem, when Rafa was there, it was all these guys that they won the league and they won the Champions League. Yeah, blah, blah. McManaman's there and I left the Gator Royale and all of this. So I think there's that bit. But is it a poison chalice? I think not quite. And I think at Manchester United, like any club, this this dry period isn't too dissimilar in time to everyone else's, right? It goes in swings and roundabouts. We have to remember, before Fergie the only, won... The only thing, though, is they've got the resources. Wait, hold on. And hold the on. pool. Like, everyone likes to tell me, Man United's this big club, it's big commercial. Yeah, but, but, but You've got the seen, resource in the pool. But we've seen clubs have money. A few things have to come together. We saw Real Madrid spend a lot of money you know, there's a player that Galacticos didn't win the Champions League. They spent all the money in the world. Yeah, so, of course. So you know. but, that, but then that's Perez coming out and saying, yeah, this strategy was the wrong one. Exactly. And they've adjusted. But it took time. That was, a, that was a period of time. You know, before Fergie won the first league, how many years had it been since Man United? Well, I think we saw it in the Beckham documentary. It was something crazy. Right, you know, it was yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. It was a lot. So everyone goes through their cycle. You lot had your time for the, to win the Prem. So 10 years, I think the era we're in now, everything is spotlight every day. Mm. And and I think um, and I just think you know you look at what Mourinho did, won the Europa League, won the FA Cup, came second. People were talking rubbish about him then. Man United fans were killed for that now. Yeah, well they were doing that based on the Fergie era, yeah. and that's right. what that's what we say. You got to accept where you are now and be like, right, if this is the if second and the Europa League is our base to go forward, yep. all right, let's let's do that where. It's the whole entitlement thing, isn't it? Because we've been so well exactly. previously, that as well. we should be there. The like, around it. I'm football fans bro. just need to humble themselves, isn't it? Like, no, they, no, no, I don't think they need to. I don't think they no, should. No, yeah, I think you do, man. Because you get to a point where you're like, everyone's like, oh, we're Man United. We shouldn't be. Well, no, these, you are. Well, these are football fans. But are there football fans that are driven and by ex-United players who reinforce the entitlement? When you've got ex-United players saying, well, back when Fergie and in my era and we did this and we'd have never happened and you've got Rio on his own show and like you said, all these other pundits, Owen Hargreaves, you get the fans then going, yeah, no, he's right, he's right, he's, he's right, he's well, right. Come on, look at, Ole, on, look at the whole Ole at the wheel thing, all, all of that. It, <laughs> it catches way and catches fire. But I guess the point I was making about football fans is, look, football fans are football fans, man. There's still, there's still um, fans at, Every extreme of the spectrum. That's yeah. cool. They're football fans. Yeah. But the people that are custodian of the club, I think to go back to the original point, I think so many things have to slot into place. And whenever you're employing anybody in any job, there's a there's a level of risk. But when you're Manchester United and you're playing a manager who's making a big leap, right? Going from that Ajax job to my United job. Yeah, it's massive. You know, most people take a job or two in between. It's a massive risk. If you know, Arteta being going into the Arsenal job was a massive Massive risk, and let's be honest. At times, it was it was going to yeah. go the other way. They stuck mm. with him for some would say his faith. I would say partly financial. If you pay him off, you get in. But you know, Man United don't have that problem. They're not as cash rich as they used to be. 
But they don't have the problem where they can't get rid of Ten Hag and get someone else in. So I think the right person can come in, even in these dire circumstances. I'm not saying win anything, but they could do better than what is being done now, what we're seeing at the moment. Start the guy's game. 18 months in. But if I look back at, I'll tell you the most recent example I've got of someone who probably got a job that was, you know, bigger than his experience at the time. It was about 18 months in. People like me were like, yeah, get him out. They stuck with him and they backed him and look where he is now. Yeah, it's paid off. So, to a degree. if you're being 100% objective, there is an argument to say these are the times where you stick with the guy and let him see it through. I just... I don't think it, I don't think they'll get rid of him before the end of the Unless it goes drastically wrong, I don't think they'll get bro, rid of him. he has lost five out of ten league games. If we get to December and he carries on on this rate, if this, if this carries on even half of this kiss, rate, kiss if he loses another three five, games, five. three or four, if he gives it up three games before December, he's finished. You can't get to December and lost eight games in the league. Not United. But, <laughs> but then again, but, who do they get but then again, it, this goes to the whole point of removing the entitlement. Maybe that's just their level right now. Not after I've given you 400 million pounds. Nah, bro. Maybe that's no, just no, no, their no. level. Maybe we have to take responsibility. I know, I understand that. But then who's going to come in? Somebody else. There's always somebody. And we all have to take responsibility. But let's be honest. Who goes first? <laughs> who goes first? Yeah. You, I think they might hold it. break the bank for deserving. If, if he was to go, like just looking at someone who knows the premiership, who has got a style of play. I, think I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. So I'm sorry, I wouldn't. So wouldn't I, I don't want him, I don't unless want him. it's before January and, I, and you guarantee me I can go and spend on players, whatever I need to get okay, certain so players. You say, you, 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 say, you, say you say spend on players, there, bro. you say spend on players, mm-hmm. He'd be he'd be getting into a far better squad than what he's got but now. He, no, but, he wouldn't but, be. He would, I, I agree you, with you. I, I agree. You. No, player, I for, agree. player for player, Man United have got a better squad than Brighton. Ooh, I, I I reckon if we looked at it, do you, you know what I'm getting with this, isn't it? I don't know. I think, I, yes, there are some standout players, but if we went for it, player for player. And as a I, team. as a, I don't know if it's that super clear cut right nah, now. It is. So, look, so what's the name of the centre-back? What's the name? Dunk. Um, Dunk. You don't think Dunk gets into that Man United level right now? But he's not better than Martinez over right now. But does he get no, into that like team? If you, if, you, if you take the players is he that better, are there... He's not better than Varane right now. You're comparing the, the ability No, I'm, I'm comparing like... Yeah, 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 like ability. Not, okay, not so like, the Varane not you've now. seen in the Manchester United shirt. Forget Champions League winner Varane. The Varane you've seen since he touched Carrington mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. Okay, you're having him over Dunk. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't... I, no, okay, yeah, I hear that. If you're doing it based on performances... If you if you do it based on performances, then yeah, it's different. But I'm saying, well, performances over, paper, the, over the last year. Yeah, but I'm saying, but on paper, no, that is like, paper yeah. now. It's been over a year. It's that, paper. That, now. I agree. That is paper. It's paper now. Uh, You're only enough. as good as your last. Yeah, it's fair not. Enough. It's not historical standing. Yes, Lewis Dunk can't touch Varane, but as a player, he's been in the Premier League. I guess I'm not saying it's clear cut either way. I'm just saying he's not that clear cut. That Man United are way better. I actually don't okay, think so. Okay, and there's probably right, some yeah. players if you went for it, player for player. Yeah, it's the kind of players you would take now. Take it. Playing, so. yeah, it's the opinion yeah. or, or, or Malasia. Matoma starting, Matotic. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? I, I think you starting. You you get <laughs> more of a blend at the moment yeah. rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's mad. Brighton players getting the Man United's <laughs> first team, like crazy. Isn't it? Well, if we base, if we base it on what, <laughs> what would Ferguson say, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If we base it on what we've seen in the league, not CVs, over a decent sample size you know, over the last season and a, and a half or whatever it is, you might be like, actually, I'd have him and I'd have him 
yeah. you know, and, and as yeah, you said right. previously, the standard between teams in the Premiership has shortened, yeah. right? Everyone else has kind of raised their game to a certain bit. That's why you can't really cheat anymore. You can, but you can't, right? Yeah, You've yeah, seen that, you know, Emery's proven that over there, etc. Now, don't get me wrong, we're 10 games in. Um, but as I said previously before, you do 12 games in, you're a third of the season through, right? So at that point, you can't just say it's early. Bro, we've played 30% of games. Yeah. We're, we're further away through. So, you know, what are the next... Let me check the next fixtures, but... I, I, I think he... He needs to get his players back in and he needs to start... I think when you look at hierarchy of clubs here, they look at results, but they watch the games, bro. They, when they start seeing a certain type of loss, that's when they get worried and they get do knee-jerk things. So I'm not always saying that when man, when boards fire managers, it's, it's um, warranted, but they do need your stuff, right? They, they're and a lot of their decisions, like and a lot of their decisions are driven by the share price as well. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. When yeah. that moves and when things happen, they they get itchy. They don't want their bottom line affected. So, so. we've got next in the league. I mean, it, Carabao Cup uh, on Wednesday, but they got? That, that, that does, they got Newcastle at home. <laughs> but again, I don't think losing Carabao Cup is gonna. Determine his job or not, but he got Fulham. Next league game is Fulham at home on Saturday. Why not? He won it hmm? last year. No, I, it'd be harsh if if that comes that's most likely. That hold. shouldn't be for Romero. Yeah. I know it shouldn't, but that's most. Well, it's another loss in it. Yeah, yeah. They're most likely source of a trophy. So you got Fulham at home on Saturday. Sorry, Fulham away on Saturday. Not 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 a banker by any chance. Then they've got Champions League away to Copenhagen. I'm not even making predictions for that anymore. Then they're at home to Luton. Surely that's yeah. that's three points. So. If if Luton slap, if you just say get a point, that's bad for them. Uh, if Luton Everton away, hey, yeah, you know, and you know, as a Man United fan told me today, they're not creating chances, right? Hey, you know, they're not. You know, if that, if that sets up the ways we're setting up, that's not going to be easy. What that's the United? Ah, <laughs> uh, bro, respect them, please. Um, Galatasaray well, away. <laughs> Galatasaray away. <laughs> Newcastle away, Chelsea at home, and then Bournemouth at home. So, to my whole point about 12 games, they reached 12 games um, with the looting game. So, he could get to 12 games and he can make it, you know, seven wins out of 12. Mm. Or... <laughs> or it looks tricky. Or you're still working on 50. I mean, I don't see them losing to Fulham away. I don't see it. But I keep getting told I'm not really... I don't see it. But if you look at their the games recently, mm. they shouldn't have got anything out of Copenhagen mm. last week. Um, who did they beat in the Premier League before they played? Um, before Copenhagen was Sheffield United 2-1. Yeah, yeah Tomney scored yeah, two in the last... Yeah, in the last, yeah, yeah. yeah. so... Brentford 2-1 before that. Yeah, so they're getting wins and draws, but they're not... They're not looking well and they're just they're, they're stumbling, like yeah. the performances are not there. But I mean Onana, you know, a couple of good saves from him. Yeah. That's the other thing as well. He keeps the scoreline quote unquote respectable, yeah. right? Um To be fair, even the third goal <laughs> when Jury said Rodri clotted it, I find that quite quite funny. <laughs> Rodri shot. <laughs> Harlan yeah. was the only one on his toes. I think Dallow was the defender near him, and Dallow just looked. Oh, you saved it. Oh, nice save. And then he saw Haaland run in and pass it to Foden. It's like the reaction type. And again, the things you, you shouldn't be coaching. Yeah. That should just be the players ready and anticipation. Well, the ball should be getting palmed back into that area on the third one. 
I'm a come on, man. That yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't, it was a, a But to be fair, if the defender's doing their job, it doesn't come back as it like because he palmed it away from the, you're told to push it away from the goal. Bro, it was in the corner of the six yard box. Right, it was away from the goal. <laughs> I don't know. Goalkeeper union. So 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 Isaac, what do you think? What do you think is the line now? Do you do you think he gets the time? Or is it just good old results dependent? Or do they stick with him regardless and kind of see this as a moment to double down? What do you think? I think they're going to stick with him, but there there are a lot of factors in their decision. I mm. think if... I don't necessarily just think it's the decisions on the pitch or the performances. Mm. I think there are other things that play out so off the field which are all forming part of their yeah. decision. So I would have to, I would love to know how many players are thinking, yeah, Sancho, I'm with you still... <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple that's like don't worry we'll, we'll, we'll be here after he's gone kind of vibes and also got the rest of thing to think about if he comes in and gets the apparently he's going to buy 25% of the club but he wants you know footballing decisions right he wants the ability to or have the mandate to do that I don't think Ted Hag stays yeah it's interesting yeah. I don't think Ted Hag stays so that's another yeah. thing to worry about yeah I want to see how this one plays out Mm. All right, my United fans. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> West Ham nil, Everton one. I didn't see this coming. Neither did I. West Ham at home. They've been well. decent. They've been playing well. Um, I mean, to Everton's point, so have they? Yeah. They're, they're perform- relatively speaking, yeah. their performances are getting better. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they couldn't get any worse, but yeah, I hate. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed, man. Yeah. I, think uh, still... I expected West Ham, at the very least, a draw. Um, but I did expect them to win. And by the looks of it, they just couldn't They couldn't do it. And it looks like Moy's been listening to the podcast again. We talked about, you know, starting Kudus, uh, which he listened. You were saying they got to inject, they gotta, we said they got to inject some, uh, some uh, more ingenuity behind the striker. But... <sighs> Antonio. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the I, problem. I, I, listen, I love the guy to bits and everything, but he's a limiting factor, man. Yeah. He's a limiting factor. He looks like a player whose body is about to break down when he plays. <laughs> it's just like four or five years ago, he was like explosive. Mm-hmm. Like, and he'll, he'll give you those odd games of, of being that and like bully like against Chelsea earlier in the season. But he just... <sighs> Even when he's running, he, he, he's not like as pacey what he, as what he used to be. See, but here's the thing. With, just... that, with, athletic, with athletic ability, there comes a period where it no longer... It's not the differentiator It's not exactly yeah. because... And then it, it now becomes about your mental and the technique. Yeah. Right? Making the smart choices. Exactly. Even, yeah. Making the smart point, runs. Knowing where to be, where, knowing yeah. when to... I mean, it's the whole messy walking thing, right? Yeah. I don't have the ability to run like that anymore. But, so I'm just, the, but I've yeah. got the brain. I know where to be mm. when the ball when the ball's in a certain area. Well, and to the point you make, you know, over 38 games, that what that athleticism brings you, yeah, it works, but then over the games, yeah, you need different yeah, you, you need, you need different and bits. And uh, yeah, and, and it, it it just it just seemed there were times where, you know, the ball doesn't stick with him, it doesn't hold it up. And I just feel like with him, he I just think with him, he could, 
if he's not on job 100% and everything's great, then, then what else those shortcomings it? maybe become a bit of a liability for the team. Yeah. Or they don't have another option. And that, to that point where we, we talked about the group, you know, Divin Obama, young star, I was hearing so much about him preseason. He's now going to break into the first team, etc. As a youngster, he's sitting there thinking, hold on. Why can't I can I do, do the things that he can't do. Other people are getting tossed to other teams. Why would I sign on here for another three, four years? No matter what you guys tell me, I must be able to get some minutes now. Because what will happen is they'll say, yeah, we're going to break you in. They'll bring in another striker. Yeah, and then you've and priced then him you've out. Now got a... Yeah, he didn't even make the bench. Yeah. Like, he's not even making the bench. Yeah. So. But then, yeah. Danny Ings can't even get on the pitch. And that was going to be my next thing. How bad or how loyal is Moyes that Danny Ings can't even get meaningful minutes? Yeah. And this is the guy that was a finisher. He was... Yeah. But to Everton's point, like the young, young defender they got in. Braithwaite. Braithwaite. He, he looks good. Like for... Like you know a relative, like? relatively new Premiership player. It looks like Dyche has just gone out and <laughs> just bought uh, Tarkovsky or whatever his name is, minus 10 years. <laughs> he, just, he looks like the same guy. Same height, same him. beat, same build. The guy is massive. And, you know, it's two big centre-backs. It's Dyche ball, isn't it? Yeah, he just looks like, like you know, Tarkovsky yeah. Jr. It's crazy. And he was on... He's good, though. He's loan good. at PSV last year. Yeah. And they he won played, the league, didn't they? Played 27... Did they win the league? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, he looks he looks really good. Um, I mean, obviously, Ashley Young got got is suspended, but he even mentioned it before. Like, look, young Youngy as they call him, he's been solid for us. Um, and I just think a few bits and bobs that he's tried to do and keep them solid, except it's worked. Calvin Lewin makes a massive difference. Like that guy, yeah, they when he's him. on job, yeah, 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 like and when he stays fit, yeah. he's not at the level he was over the last kind of. Well, it's came about like three, four years ago. Yeah, where he had that well, when he was lost injury free, when he was knocking in the England yeah. door. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think teams like Everton, they should be higher up than where they, relatively higher up than what they Why? are. Huh? Why? Yeah, I want to tell you that. A little That's bit. just like it's like a historical thing in it. Like I'm, I'm doing the old cliche. All right, like, but <laughs> so, well, performance wise, well, but they, well, they haven't been. But let's be specific about that. So they're fifteenth now. Where should they be? Re- give me a reason in the table. So considering, Everton, re- to, considering the point you made, considering recent improvement in standards. So where should they be? What would be acceptable f- for them? Acceptable would mm. be 15th to 10th, I'd say, for this, for this season. I mean, they're 15th now. Yeah, you, so they, 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 if they finish top half, that's a really good season for Everton. I mean, the teams that are around. Considering they tried to go big and get Ancelotti in and James Rodriguez and, mm. and Allen and Rondon and all these players, mm. it didn't work, but the drop-off shouldn't have been this bad. It's bad. So yeah, not I, I would say yes, begrudgingly, I would say yes, mid-table. But they are where they should be. And if you look a bit recently, I mean, the games they're supposed to win, there were two games I would, you know, you, you need to be winning. They lost one to Luton. Yeah. But they beat Bournemouth convincingly 3-0. They weren't going to get any points at Liverpool. I told you about that before they went there. West Ham was a game I wouldn't have put them down to get points in, but they've got points in. So that, that kind of almost compensates for the Luton loss that yeah. they shouldn't have had. I think West Ham will be a bit up and down this season. Like, yeah. I thought they could have been in that um, Brighton vein mm. where they could kind of, not challenging for top six, but Floating around the seventh, eighth, having a good run. Do you reckon this was just a, think... the result of a, of a European hangover? No. You know what's going to happen? 
I think I think it You don't think so? No, I think it's almost a thing of where you you made that change and brought Kudasin to be a bit more have a bit more dynamism behind the front. Right? No, West Ham, they did. Yeah, lost on Thursday. They lost on Thursday. Yeah, they lost their unbeaten run. So so you bring that in behind them. But actually, without a certain type of striker in front of him, there wasn't so much you could do. Could have played yeah. really well. He was causing them trouble. He was picking up the ball in the pockets, etc. Um, and I think Moyes is going to revert because Back. of that. Yeah, He's going to revert. Whereas actually, you can imagine if there was someone that had other elements to their forward play than Antonio, that could have worked pretty well. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, Isaac. But I, I think it's interesting. I think it wouldn't surprise me if he reverts back to, to, back to type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think Future West Ham will pick up good wins, and I, I think they'll have unconvincing performances like, like Sunday. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, Everton's run of fixtures now. You got Brighton at home on Saturday. Uh, Crystal Palace away. I mean, Crystal Palace, they need to start picking up some games. And they got Man United um, at home and then Everton away. So you kind of got a run of, uh, of sort of four or five Premier games where you back them. Right now, I mean, they got Berlin in the EFL Cup, but they don't care about that. Depending on what Brighton turns up on Saturday, you know, you have this no week. Idea. Yeah, you never know. We'll put our second string for the EFL. Um, yeah. Um, but again, I can see them the way they're playing now. I can see them getting points against Palace. Um, I can see them getting points against Man U, and I can see them beating Nottingham Forest. Depending on which. so, by the end of this uh, run of four games, and back to the kind of being third way through the season, you know he's three points behind tenth. He takes points off Palace. We, we could be looking at an Everton team who are, who are, you know, tenth and eleventh off. Mid table mix. Yeah, 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 which is a great turnaround. Absolutely great turnaround. From West Ham's point of view. I mean, their next few fixtures, uh, they got Brentford away on Saturday. That's not the game they needed right now. Um, they got Olympiacos in the Europa League next week at home. Then they got Forest at home. Okay. Then they got Burnley away. So they would expect to beat Forest and Burnley, surely. Yeah. Be disappointed uh, if they didn't get six points out of that. Yeah, you're back on track. Then you got West, then you got Palace at home again. Not, not the most straightforward game, but Respect a home win. So, so they to your point, another top eight finish, top nine finish. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, good for them. All right, and I guess the other the last game now, Arsenal five, Sheffield United nil. Eddie and Ketia with a with a home hat trick. Um, Tomiyasu with the with the other goal, and who scored the other one? Vieira. Yes, the penalty. <laughs> We love donating penalties to people. It's getting borderline unprofessional, mate, if you ask me. Um, if you're Eddie, do you take that? Uh, if, if, you are, if you are Eddie. You've nah, got, I've you've got, got a hat-trick. Trick. I'm good, mate. They want four? No, you want four, but I, I like the team spirit there. I've scored a hat-trick. You, you, you have it. You've just had a kid as well, you know. All of that <laughs> stuff. And as a football, those things are important, right? You can see how, how happy he was that he scored. Um, so you're saying Arsenal gets hand out sympathy goals, yeah? Oh, that one is more warranted than the yeah. Kai Havertz one. One million percent. Because as I said at the time, he hasn't done anything. Yeah. He needs an open play goal. Goal. Not penalty. Even if he if he bags a freaking from outside the box, that would do wonders for his for his confidence. But penalty, you know, as Terrell said, it's like 
He's a pro. He does this thing. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's normal. It's normal. So yeah, I didn't see this, but was it just routine for you, man? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a home game. We were supposed to win. Um, the lineup. Arteta did. You know, as I said earlier, he 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 rotated a few players. So was the Saka started obviously. Was um, um, so you say rotated Odegaard and Gabriel weren't dropped. Uh, no, they were dropped. No, uh, so it's like, rotation or they drop? Like, no, I think what they're one and the same. If I'm rotating <laughs> and you get rotated and you don't, you got dropped in my mind. So that was it. Because <laughs> I didn't rotate some players. So so Rice didn't get rotated. <laughs> he played. Dinchenko didn't get rotated. So Havertz and Smith Rowe started. Obviously, in Ketia's side, Jesus is, is out for some time. Um, the same until December. Yeah, Gabriel yeah. was sat on the bench as well. QVO started at the back. It was decent. But it's Sheffield United. We're at home. If we want to keep up this um, title challenge, these are the games you need to be beating and beating comfortably. Yeah, and getting that goal difference up. Which, yeah, exactly. Which did, exactly, exactly. Um, and Ketia's first goal was... I liked it, goal. man. I liked the, the first touch. Was well, good. That first touch was, was, was tidy. Um, but you need to be doing that. And I don't, I don't, and I don't want to dampen his performance. Well, you want but to see it regularly, this, yeah. yeah you, you've clearly like, got it. Like, that fox in the box business, that goal epitomizes what everyone's been telling us he's got since he broke through. Um, the second goal again, um, I don't know what the keepers do, man. Like, these teams they don't help themselves. You know, we've talked about how many goalkeeping errors today. You know, this is going to be the third significant one this weekend. Yeah, I can't remember what I was listening to, but whoever it was saying that keeper should be in League One, like they were, they're, they're not having him at all. <laughs> nah, if you see what they did for the corner, yeah, I just, yeah foddering him, his name is it's crazy. But yeah. again, good finish, lashed it in, top corner. So sometimes get a bit unlucky, bodies in the way, etc. And then last one outside of the box. Yeah, had to I, go I, very I good. didn't even know he had this. I'll be honest. Yeah. Sorry, First goal outside the box, he scored for you. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't know you had them, man. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, good, efficient win. And I'm glad we just kept a clean sheet, man, because. Again, sometimes we kind of let these 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 silly goals Stopping or whatnot. Yeah. I think it's good for Eddie. Looks like he's going to be in the team for the next four to six weeks. Good for him to get those goals on his butt. But now he's got to do it when he... Not that it doesn't matter, I guess, if you know, but he got to do it when it matters. I can remember a few clutch moments in big games where we needed him to be clinical and he didn't do it, you know, last season. Mm. I think it was some big games. One yeah. game he did, Man United, yeah. He, he came up with the goods a couple of times now, but... Yeah, Champions League games, etc. Yeah, he yeah. To... and I think that will be the differentiator between him and with him and Jesus. I'll be honest. We we could talk all day about how um, Jesus isn't super clinical. That can be his differentiating factor for me. Um, I think Saka played well. Slightly different game from him. Ben White, yeah, it was it was just good all around. It was good to see Kivior get a run out as well. Um, so yeah, and the Sheffield United just showed us for most of the game why they have one point. Like, and that foul on on uh, Vieira for the penalty. Yeah, I mean, it's not a red, but like you've yeah. lunged at a man, you lunged at the, at the player with your studs from behind. He can't. There's no chance of getting the ball. He's totally gone. He can't see you, and you've put all your studs down the back of his Achilles. It's ridiculous. And he's there saying, "I didn't touch him. I didn't touch him." <laughs> yeah, they always do that, innit? It's just it was it was. Um, it was shocking and it was just frustration, I guess, from, from them. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're going down. It's just a matter of when, not if, I think. Yeah. Those guys, they're already cut adrift. So we'll see. So yeah, 
Arsenal march on. I think from a fixtures point of view. Um, Newcastle Saturday. Yeah, Newcastle away Saturday. Oh, I don't like that fixture, you know. I don't like that fixture at all. But we'll just, be right. just because Newcastle we'll be hitting form, but they're the, like, they're well, the games you they? kind of... You'd see them against Wolves. It wasn't, it wasn't imperious. Yeah, but they haven't East lost in a while. He's injured as well. So. Yeah, I, th- I think you, you should come out on... Well, if we want to, again, we've got to beat them, right? Yes, this is it. Um, Champions League against Sevilla at home next Wednesday. I think that'll be a very different proposition. Um, Two individual moments of brilliance, you know, got us that win last week. But overall, it wasn't... But you got the the result. Yeah, 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 we did, we did. Then it's Brentford away. No, no, sorry. Then it's Burnley at home. So we'll see. (laughs) No, no, no. Well, we need to talk about Burnley as well. Um, Brentford, Arsenal. Uh, so we got Brentford away. There'll be another international break. Another one. Um, Mid-November. And then it's, it's, all, it's uh, Brentford away. So I think we've got some winnable fixtures yeah. in the way. But it's just squad management with us. Yeah. See how everyone rotates in. Maybe, you know, QER and Smith-Rowe have given a good enough account of themselves that they can start, you know, starting some of these games. Yeah. I think we've... Essentially, the top five team, and I'm putting Villa in that. Mm. It's just maintaining um, position with those other four teams. Yeah. So I know Tottenham are top by two points, um, and there's only, what there's only four points between Villa and Tottenham. Yeah. So all those teams we just want to kind of stay with, yeah. get, get into Christmas and the New Year, just stay. Well, we play Villa away on the 9th of December, Arsenal. Then it's Champions League. Then it's Brighton, then it's Liverpool away, then it's West Ham. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even I think on mon- next Monday is Chelsea Tottenham or Tottenham Chelsea. Yeah. And I was thinking if Chelsea had something about them, I'd yeah. be yeah looking forward to this. But I, I can just see Tottenham going there and, and rolling them over. And I'm just like <sighs> another thing uh, that's I got reminded of today is Africa. I think the African Cup of Nations. And the Asia Cup. <laughs> and Pep is like, <laughs> hold it, you, man. Well, <laughs> this is it. Yeah, yeah. I've got no players buy, going yeah, over there. I, I don't buy players from those regions. <laughs> uh, I would, I would, I would uh, suggest that's a deliberate strategy. But anyway, so you look at Spurs, that means they're going to miss Son for four to six weeks. Basuma. Son? Asian Cup. Oh, the, oh, the Asian Cup as well. Yeah, Sorry, Asian I missed Cup. that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You thought you called Jeez. me there, didn't you? No, 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 no. Yeah, look, at look at him. Um, so, yeah, Sun, um, Basuma, Basuma Saar. Saar. You know, three key. I mean, who's scoring the goals? Richardson? It's <clears throat> see, see Spurs, yeah. I think Spurs now are where Liverpool were the season before we won the league. Nah, you had more. Where we had, no, you had where, we had, where we had a, no, we had a good 11, but outside of that, it was because we. That run to the Champions League final, we pretty much played the same team consistently. <laughs> like we were lucky, we didn't. Luckily, we didn't get any injuries. So you had the, you it had was Mil- it was Milner, Ronaldo, Henderson, and then it was it was a front three: Mane, Salah, Firmino. Yeah, like they played pretty much every so who game was the after January. Who, who, who was the attacking option of the bench in that season? Yeah. What's that? 2018, 19? Yeah, 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 Rigi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fair enough. They haven't even got a divot though. Yeah, so I think, once, I think once they get a better squad, yeah. 
they will be in and around and can challenge on more fronts. Like I think if they had European competition this year, yeah, they would they would struggle just in terms of rotation. Because Origi contributed more to you guys than Richarlison has with these lot. Yeah, and he started. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's yeah, that's interesting. So as much as I was shooting them a lot of bell to say no European football this season, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, actually that's going to be almost an equivalent test in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because not having those key players for, you know, four to six weeks, yeah. it's going to be massive. But it's to be, be fair massive. though, they might not, because I think when Salah went to the last one, you only end up missing two, two Prem, Prem games. games. Yeah. I think because the, the FA Cup starts at the start of Jan, so that's one game. Mm. Doesn't really matter. But well, it depends on what the some. teams do, right? As well, it depends how far they yeah. go. Oh, well, yeah, Salah, so. did Salah get to the final? Last one. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not a lot of not a lot of games they they miss, but they could be important. Games. No, but it's not just know. league games, right? They want to do yeah. well in the FA Cup as well, yeah. you know. And the form matters. So, so that that all that all impacts that all impacts. Um, and just to go through the rest of the results. So, just talking about Spurs, they beat Crystal Palace two uh, one away at Sellers Park. Uh, Wolves Newcastle. That was a two two draw with one of the most dubious penalties we've seen. We've seen this season. <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah, I don't know how, how they got, Absolutely got given. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, have you seen that? Do you see the penalty? That um, Newcastle goal against Wolves? No, nah, I didn't see it. Yeah, He's pulled see. out, kind of gone to... Get to clear the ball. And you know when you're, 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 you're winding up to give it a big swing and then you see a player coming. So he's stopped. pulled out and sort of kicked the ground. But Shaw saw it, seen him. him and just left of... his leg. <laughs> let his leg hit him. And even the way he felt, if... The, if um I've forgotten his the the gentleman's name. Wow. If when if he had kicked him, he wouldn't have the way he's gone down, he would have yeah. gone down the opposite way. But all these things you got VAR, you're checking it, checking it, and they still gave it. Yeah. It I was absolutely ridiculous. Place. But he scored a fantastic goal. That goal. Yeah. Even the uh, the guy <sighs> he's he's shot, Ben, your favorite. Have you seen the goal? Yeah, bro. He, bro, he said that burn to Lidl quickly. <laughs> and then the finish was nice as well. I thought he got a deflection, but it was just a good yeah. finish. And you could see in him, he was, he felt yeah, really he responsible. Penalty, yeah. Yeah. Felt really, really responsible. So, so yeah, I think good, another good result for Wolves, you know. And Neil, after doing his, um, doing the football equivalent of a LinkedIn post uh, Monday Night Football last week, I think. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed that though. And like, even after the game on Saturday, he was like, I wasn't giving away any trade secrets. Yeah, like every manager in the league would have mm. known, blah, blah. And I just, Spoke about a specific action against a specific team. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So a lot so of people I, were saying he was kind of lauding himself, going, oh, look, yeah, look how well I was I against say. Bournemouth. So well, I, he was like, well, no, like every manager does this. I, I was just showing you what I'd done in a specific instance for the team I was playing on that day. So I enjoyed the insight. I just thought the way he was doing it was a little bit boasty, just a little <laughs> bit. And I kind of get there's a lot of emotion around it. He would have done a really hard, great job at Bournemouth. He's always been quite expressive. We've seen that in. Yeah. Post match interview, etc. It was just like, all right, bro, calm down. Like, you, you, you know, you know what I mean, he's, yeah. he's, this is not your league winning formula here. Chill, but <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think the reaction to that might put off a few more managers from going on there because the Brentford manager went on there and did it before, but he wasn't yeah. as detailed. Yeah, he wasn't game specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just talked about some of his ideas and all that kind of good stuff. All right, and then uh, Brighton drew one one with Fulham. Any takeaways from that game? Anything on that? No, good goal by. Polina. Oh, uh, yeah. He should have been sent off to that elbow. Yeah, 100% should have been sent Again, off. Again, VAR. Shocking. Shocking. Um, silly goal for them to concede, though. Yeah. Um, they tried to play out from the back. The press 
beat them. I forgot Iwobi was there. I see him doing dancing yeah. between a couple of miles. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Um, and then and then he strikes that goal. And then boom of Burnley, 2-1. I'd I'd Burnley down to win this, you know. So did I. But again, keeper. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, for a long-range lob, it wasn't even that clean. He still got a hand to it. Yeah, he got a decent hand on it as yeah. well. Like he just couldn't and you know move what, it anywhere. You know what people say? If you get a hand to it, should you have saved it? It's not like you got fingertips to it, you got a yeah. hand to it. But fair play to Billings seeing and executing. Um yeah, I think traffic just jumped too early. Yeah. Like if you take another step back, maybe because the ball was essentially on the way down. Yeah. You got the hand to it. Yeah. But. So and there was lots of talk that if he lost that game, the, the Bournemouth manager would have been gone. So he's given yeah, himself. Rightly a... so, to be fair, because that was their first win of the season. Yeah, got a bet. I've got a, a gentleman's bet on that one with a friend of mine because we were having that whole argument. But like I said on here about them firing O'Neill, blah 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 blah. So he's bet me that they won't get forty points. So yeah, they've got six points at the moment. <laughs> just thirty-four to go. Cheers. Um. So yeah, right. A couple of other points to discuss. <clears throat> uh, we've already talked about the ten hard comments. I'm going to leave that Suarez or Reem one for another time, actually. We need proper time to, to get into that. Um, so a couple of things. We've got the... Some people say gone the gun. Some people say gone the one. But... Okay. Wasn't happy with his Barcelona teammates and their reaction to losing El Clasico. And I always find this one a funny one because there isn't one way to react. What Your disappointment could be silence and contemplation. Yours could be smashing up the change room. Do you know what I mean? But he's come out and called out his teammates um, after El Clasico. I mean, it wasn't a drubbing. They they didn't get thumped. They lost like, a last-minute goal. Yeah. They lost, well, Jude scored a wonder goal. So we'll, I mean, we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, and then they lost a, a last-minute um, tapping. It wasn't like they got, they got demolished. Brother, if I walk into the changing room <laughs> after losing at El Clasico or a mm. derby, and you're not pissed or silent, you're actually chatting about your plans for the, for the <laughs> evening. Well, there's going to be words. No, nah, you can't tell me how nah, to be, you can't man. tell me how nah, to be disappointed. Then, then, then we're not on the same page. We're not on the same page. I, remember, you lot are talking, at one point, you lot were talking about our expectations and their bigger stage and da, da, da. But big yeah. man, this is one of the biggest games in the world. If, if we've lost like that, if we've lost like that and I walk in the change room and I can't, and I'm looking at you like, bro, like you're not even, you're not feeling some type of way about this. You're discussing no, plans. I'm, I'm just, obviously, I don't yeah, know what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, if I walk in the change room, you're discussing your evening plans. Well, like, he said, I expected, I think, I think his words were, I expected them to be more angry. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I agree with him. But if you look I at this Barcelona lineup, <laughs> 100% man. Like pretty much the most established, of course, guy there, the most decorated by far. Yeah, and like he just can't come off the back of a treble, yeah. so he's probably in an like pep in it. Like he's yeah. in an environment where if it doesn't go your way, you're kind of upset and be like, why? Maybe dissecting it straight away, kind of thing. Maybe, but I, I, yeah, like I think, I think because of the, I think because of that particular fixture. I think that's why it's heightened a bit more in it. Like yeah, if course. it was just a regular game, yeah. you might have been like, okay, but you don't want to lose at home. And, and it's his first El Clasico in it. So even if you like, I was about to say, yeah. listen, mate, 
This is your first one. Pipe so down. what? It doesn't matter. That's it. That's even more yeah, reason I to think, be there. Right. You lot, you lot, the, you lot, the homegrown should be pissed. You lot, the homegrown, you lot, the home, the, the Spanish players. I won the league last season. Nah, nah no, man. That, that, that's last it. season. Yeah. This is new it. season. You're not, I and you lot are not. Oh, I'm steaming. I'm, I agree with him. Yeah. I'm steaming. Dude, I think as long as he said it to them, like in the in the dressing yeah. room before saying it on camera, I think it's I think it's calm in it. Like steaming. if you yeah. go out and say it on camera first, then I think there's a bit of an issue. Like yeah, why yeah. come out and say it there? Mm. Address it to your. But teammates, even if you said it? it to your teammates and the general consensus is, because I always mind in the situation. You know, you say it in the change room, yeah, and the, the general everyone's like, "Well, you're talking rubbish." So you still feeling. So you got to say it to the press as well. Mm. You know, and also you got to think, it's, it's quite a young team as well. Is this the best way to, 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 to address that? 100%. I'm not sure, man. 100%. I'm not sure. I'm 100%. Not, I, a, I don't shows, know what he gains from it's that. It's the qualities of a leader. That's what that is. It's the qualities of a leader. Come out and just question him straight up and down. Yeah, you're right. I think it shows the standard that he wants to, exactly. to set. No, Because he did say like, he was like, oh, we can't be letting teams like, well, it's not teams like, but he said we can't be letting Real Madrid and Girona get ahead of us and yep. we just kind of be happy with that kind of performance that yep. we've just had. Like, we need to be winning these games and be in the mix or these teams are just going to go ahead of us. And I get all of them. that. With a lot of this season, we've talked about it before, it's where you say it. Man United need to. No, but it's where you say it. No, nah, man. Like I said, if he said it beforehand, I've got no problem with him saying it publicly. Everyone's got chat in public. Man. <laughs> um... And then, interesting comments from Amin Haritz. Hopefully I said that correctly. He's a Marseille player. Mm -hmm. Marseille player. And I quote, Ronaldo ran, but was not an extraordinary athlete. Zidane too. These kinds of players will unfortunately disappear. Today we are asked to run 12 kilometers per match, 40 high intensity sprints to reach 33, 34 kilometers an hour. Otherwise, you have no use. You can have four good matches, but if you don't produce statistics, you're not respected. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this, if not on here, but we've talked about it amongst ourselves a few times. You know, as the game grows, are we almost, are we using statistics to sanitize or standardize the players? Are we taking some of the character personality yeah oh yeah 100 but that's because the games the games changed like massively sports science has killed the game over the the last 10 or 15 years like even like it started with the, the high press like it was very rare you would expect your striker to be chasing down and pressing goalkeepers and defenders with the ball and then that impacts the whole team like the whole defending from the front that's like it's been taken to like another level in the last kind of three or four seasons mm. um, in terms of what he's saying about the, those type of players I mean because the game has changed those type of players don't get the freedom to express themselves where coach started yeah which is which is unfortunate it's all like, about it's the system go, yeah it's, it's even going back to like the winger debate we had last week with Doku mm. like you're not getting those explosive wingers anymore because they're not really what coaches want because coaches see a formula that's, that's worked and they all try, like, especially at the youth level, they try and adapt it and be like, oh, well, it's worked there. Let's try and implement it here. So, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a bummer. Yeah, and I guess, I don't want to lay it on in his door, but the first kind of player I think of in that vein is kind of Cristiano, you know. 
super, was all about the numbers. He was super analytical about his game. It was kind of like, um, sort of the 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 footballer's athlete almost, right? Mm. In an era where there were Roonies and <laughs> and those who were, you know, sort of weren't so as uh, what's that, the word I can use? Surgical he about that. Like that hmm? He didn't start like that. He didn't start like that. At sporting uh, in his first season at United, mm. he mm. was not that mm. numbers guy. He was the mm. flair, yep. uh, you know, typical. Uh, I want to show you what yeah, I can yeah. do. Yeah. Your old school footballer, yeah, right? And yeah. then all of a sudden that changed and yeah. boom, it was all about numbers, goal scoring. Yeah. It was all about putting that ball in the back of the net. Yeah. And yeah. and then everyone else was just... And I feel like the whole data and statistics thing, I mean, you see it in American sport, right? That's the, that American sport is, there's a stat for everything. Literally. Yeah. Everything, and to the point where it's so important now, you know, it features heavily in contract negotiations. It features heavily um, in in people kind of justifying uh, their worth and, and their place in the game. Um, and I think we're going in that way. I mean, teams, data analysis departments have got larger and larger. You know, you talk about people that do all the sort of um, player tracking and training and, mm. and all that kind of stuff, which on the face of it is fine. But I do think there's a limit and we're going to reach a point, you know, I mean, we've got most that we've got expected. XG is, a, is is one that's become very popular over the last few years. We've got expected assists now. We've got <laughs> field, t- field till, we've got all of this. And I just think it's, it's kind of data being industrialized. I think it's just becoming an industry. And like yeah. anything, if people feel like they can sell value to someone, they'll try. Yeah. It's like, like I said in the, the group, it's like, that to me, I test. Like I was having a conversation with someone about best players in positions in the league so far. And this person was like, well, uh, Vicario, the Tottenham goalkeeper, statistically, he's the best goalkeeper in the league this year. And I was like, okay, statistically, he might be. But if you look at the saves that Alisson has made, mm. they're more difficult. It would be Alisson, is it? Well, no, because he's a good goalkeeper. The <laughs> saves that Alisson has, has made they, they've been technically more difficult than what Vicario has made. And that's, for me, why he's been the better goalkeeper so far. So it's like, on your stat space, you're like, right, you're going to go for Vicario because his save percentage is higher. But the, the chances that the saves that Allison have made in the from are the opportunities. So it's like, the eye test, these stats in it, what do you go for? Yeah. And in terms of outfield players, like, when was, who was the last really exciting Outfield player Mbappe. That's, yeah, like it's been Matoma. No, no, but Matoma's not Matoma's like little tricky. Like he's not. What? But that's in the like, vein of what we're. we're yeah, that's exactly in the vein of you know you got play, Doku's a player that's, now, that's a playmaker. Yeah, playmakers. We're losing playmakers essentially. Yeah, yeah. We're losing players that have the ability to change the game. You know, or or have that character. I think it was Raquel made that touched on it as well you know it, it, you look at the days when you had players like Raquel May mm. even David Silva or Okocha or you know all these names Luis Figo on the wings all these names of all these players that were just game changer playmakers you know I don't think we're going to see another Ronaldinho I don't think we're going to see another what? Um, Okocha it, or, or of the likes is there, 
is there an argument that this is just nostalgia? Because no, the game's know, we've, changed. We've uh, and it, there's always an evolution in football, right? So mm-hmm. you know, there wasn't every generation has their sort of style of players. You know, we got rid of the the Sunnises and those guys who just came out to 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 break legs every week. You know, and but you still had there's always George Best, yeah, Maradona, Pele. Yeah, the whole Brazilian team, Jairzinho. Yeah, yeah, but Ronaldinho was very different them. to any of those guys. No, but they were like, again, playmakers, Mavericks yeah. within yeah. A, within an era. So I get what you're saying. You had this, the soonest, the, the, yeah. the, the chopper, chopper Harris, <laughs> the yeah. man there, like, yeah. that will come and kick man down, mm, but yeah. you still had your flair players. I think there'll just be less, less flair players in it. And I think we'll appreciate them more as and when they, yeah. they come. I think it'll just take a different form. So you have to be able to put those numbers. You have to be able to do those sprints. Um, but, you know... And then we, still we do just... flair. Hmm? And then still do flair. Well, Mahrez Mar- <laughs> was doing it. Yeah. Mar- yeah, Mar- Firmino did it a little bit as well. Yeah, Mahrez was still doing bit. it. Yeah. A little um, bit. So I, I, I think it will take different It will take different form. And someone said to me, there'll be less of them. And I was like, you know what? If we look at the elite level, there weren't that many. We, we talk about the same 15, I mean, 20 players. If you look... And, and that's true, but if you also look at when Neymar initially was going to come over to Europe, and I think they say Pele stepped in and said, "Don't, don't yeah. go just yet yeah. because you will lose mm. the style that they play over there. You will yeah. lose your Brazilian flair." So yeah. they, they, I think he stayed at Santos what another season and a half, yeah, and then eventually went to Barcelona. Yeah, so it's not, it's not you. I mean, but all the people I'm talking about, they play out on the wing. So yeah, you're right. It, it was nice to see, see someone who's got the license to do. To you know, do some of that stuff in the middle of the park. A lot of teams now play with two eights. Yeah, yeah. They play with two eights in the middle. Yeah. They don't have that person that that's. Uh... Do you remember at Barcelona? It was it was a six or eight and a ten. So yeah. it was Busquets, Xavi, mm. Iniesta. Yeah. Iniesta was more the yeah. playmaker. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think they've they've kind of phased that out now, and you get two eights. So you get two like Liverpool, Sobosly and Gravenberch. Um. Got the legs in it. Yeah. Exactly. They want the people with the legs. Whereas City, they had Yaya and Silva for a point. Right? And mm. Silva's gone. Who've they replaced him with? They haven't. They might put Foden in there every now and again, but really what you're seeing is it was last season it was Gundogan and, and De Bruyne. Yeah. Two eights. Yeah. So the flair now is a Madison, Odegaard, in the centre anyway. That's yeah. the flair now. So yeah, a more much. creative yeah. eight. Yeah. Whereas before, you know, you had Ronaldinho running yeah, I'm it's, not, sure it's less are. flicks and tricks, but more yeah. accuracy and yeah, and almost playing forward yeah. is almost a flit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like a, a keyhole pass. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the flair. Interesting, interesting. But I think I take his wider point though. I think his, his point is, you know, the the lens at which players are filtered through now is is more about just running. Athleticism, sprinting, yeah. and all even that kind like of stuff. fans in general, they they're like stats, numbers, yeah, yeah. when it suits them. But yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. All right, um, I think that's us for another week. Oh, another no, episode. No, no. Got to talk about the the, the goat getting his. Uh, oh yes, of course, of getting, course. Getting his eighth Ballon d'Or award tonight. Well, we talked about this. Um, we talked about this before, and and on on here in the previous ep- episode about actually, if we think about the Ballon d'Or in its essence, when someone's broken the records, Haaland's broken. He should kind of be 
front and center for the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. However, what I learned today is that they did say before the World Cup that the World Cup was going to be taken into account for the voting. They did say oh, that before. Okay. Apparently. Enough. Apparently. Um, via the, my, my source is Gary Lineker. So, <laughs> I don't know where he goes in for from all that's publicly. Yeah. I so think if the World Cup didn't happen, yeah. Harlan, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that, but do you think they give him a Ballon d'Or this age? Do you think there's a little bit of, nah, it's too early? Do you think they still would have given it to him? Nah, he would have had to. Could he have got it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There yeah, would have been yeah. no one else. How, but... was, how old was Ronaldo when he got his? He was like under 21. Yeah, fair. Yeah. But how old was yeah. Owen when he got his? 20. Yeah, mad. Yeah, but for, yeah, for what um, Messi done? Like, I know, I still slightly think Harlan should have got it. But nah, it's messy for what Harlan, not sorry, for what Messi done carrying the team to the World Cup. Crazy. Won the league. And he came up with yeah. clutch moments in the World Cup as well. That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. All throughout, in it. Yeah. So had to be. It's yeah. the only way. And the, I guess the kicker, you know, it gives him the record, right? Yeah. Eight. And Ronaldo, Ronaldo is not never, catch him. Never, never. catch him. Well, in the voting, he was 800 and something, wasn't he? Oh, really? I saw, I saw something. He was super low. Everyone was like, wow, what's going on there? Um, so oh, yeah, yeah. It's, fit, it's fitting for him, man. Like, leaving Europe, yeah, going to yeah. MLS, getting the, the Ballon d'Or. Mm. Like, I think his season's over now, isn't he? Yeah. People are saying, oh, he should go on loan to Barcelona. And I was like, this, he hasn't stopped playing since August last year, 2022. Yeah, true. Yeah, because he true. started the season, World Cup, yeah. finished the season, went straight to MLS. Mm. Only finished, like, last week or the week mm. before. Mm. That's like 15 months of straight football. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and as yeah. You say, I think there's a lot of sentiment in this voting as well. As you say, he's left Europe. We're seeing the latter days of his club career now. Let's see if he plays a full season in MLS next season, right? We'll see. Um, but I have no problem with it. I think I think for what he's done and what he did at the World Cup. That, and his PSG season wasn't the, wasn't the worst. Yeah. Wasn't the worst. You know, he put double, up good numbers. goals on assist, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So yeah, we'll hold a goat. We'll hold a goat. I don't want to hear it now. He's got a World Cup. He's record Ballon d'Ors and that. Or the CR7 stands. I don't want to hear it. Best player ever. Agreed. Agreed. We're, we're lucky to witness it. All right. Um, thanks for listening. As always, please like, comment, and subscribe. Um, and we'll be back next week. Peace. 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 Peace.